Hey, hey, hey. Welcome to the podcast, wherever you're listening from. Join in, think differently, consider there's other ways to be. We're going deep. We're going where most people don't want to go. We're going to have some really cool conversations. If you want to get in touch, alexlouise.com. All the contact info and links are there. Jump on my Telegram group. Send us a message. Get in touch. If you want to be on the podcast, let us know. If you have something interesting to talk about, give us a shout. Enjoy the episode. We're live and we don't know what we're doing. We're figuring it out as we go. Welcome to anyone listening to the vir- the, the non-visual podcast. I'm with Grant Zetmeyer from the Dawnstalkers and also, well, you do lots of cool shit. We're going to talk about that in a bit. Um, for those of you listening who aren't watching, we are live on YouTube. So if there's any bits you're like, what are they doing? Just jump on YouTube. You can watch us there. Um, this is the test. So for those of you that are listening, I have massive gratitude for you following my podcasting journey. This is my second ever podcast. Um, Grant Zetmeyer, in the way that you like to upgrade things, said, let's do it live. Let's do it in person. And I went, shit, okay. And um, so we're doing it live. So we are just going to check. We're just going to get onto YouTube as well and just check because if any of you are listening live and want to put a comment in, uh, we can't see you where we're looking, where the camera is. We need to keep an eye on our phone. So you can put stuff in the comments. So if you are listening and want to have some fun, you can um, you can do that. And you are welcome to come and subscribe to Financial Freedom with Alex Louise on YouTube. And then we are across all the podcasting platforms, Apple, Spotify, all of the ones. If you go onto anchor.com, you'll find us there as well. So Financial Freedom with Alex Louise into Google, you will come and you will find us. And if you're already listening to this, you've already found us. So if you haven't done it already, please like, subscribe, share, comment, let us know. I believe Anchor now has, you can even leave us a voice message um, that we can address in another podcast. So welcome. And if you're listening, not live, welcome. We're going to get straight into it. We're going to talk about community building, drug taking, families. I don't know. We'll just see where it goes. Joe Rogan, do you know what you're doing? No, I don't know what I'm no, doing. Grant doesn't know what he's doing. And we just, I think that's really important to share that we're just, we're just going for it. We're going for it as we go along. So let's see if we can find us live. Yes, we can. Let's just put that up. Oh, that's not going to work, is it? How are we going to do that? How are we going to see? See, this is technology literally figuring it out as we go. So for anyone listening who's looking for the, the part that I do, which is inspiring people to just try stuff anyway, it's like, oh, okay, how do we listen live without the feedback and see your comments? Mm, interesting. Let's open the live chat, which is there. Mm-mm-mm. I think we can do this anyway. I've got the video on pause. We'll just keep an eye. We'll, we'll see. We'll see if people are watching. And uh, we're just going to get on with it. Otherwise, those of you who are listening on the podcast, are just like, oh, God, can you just get on with it? So, Grant Zetmeyer. Where do we start? Let me start by saying to everyone, I think this is really key and it's a theme that's coming up, albeit it's only the second podcast, that it's a theme that's coming up with all my guests, which is we've known each other for a long time. Like nearly 20 years? Yeah. I don't want to admit that I'm that old. I've yeah, known someone for 20 years as an adult. It's got to be close to 20. Yeah. Yeah. So I was, I'm 41 now. I was 26, I think, when we met in BNR networking so it's 15 years let's not lose five years 15 years um we've both done a lot grown a lot not grown in some ways got stuck a lot got stuck a lot (laughs) 
Amen. Who else? Who else listening has got stuck? <laughs> it's like who's not got stuck? Um, you're in one of. I think it's important for the full context of you're in one of my joint venture groups, so you're getting financially free with your group SSLJ, which is crazy exciting, which is probably worth touching on for people listening who are interested in property, the journey, financial freedom, all of that. Um, and mainly why I wanted to have you on was because of your community called the Dawnstalkers. For anyone who doesn't know what the Dawnstalkers are, well, you tell us. You, How do you say what it is? Uh, essentially, we're a cold water immersion community. Uh, yeah. But it's become... It's become something a bit, a bit more than that. It's it, it's a sort of a it's a daily ritual. I, I say habit, but perhaps yeah, ritual. Um, it's it's a foundation of my day. Absolutely, mm -hmm. uh, it's. I mean, it's a, it's a it's a gathering of people that we say like minded, mm -hmm. but. Well, we were even joking before the podcast about how not like minded we were at breakfast the other day. So it's almost, there's something else, isn't there, other than like-minded around <sighs> acceptance, would you Except, say? And, and people are coming for different reasons. Mm -hmm. So we get in the sea every day at dawn, sunrise, depending. If we and get... that's the difference, right? I think for you and, so for anyone listening going, oh, you know, there's loads of groups doing cold water, but you guys literally, we do, I go every Sunday, we stalk the dawn, which is why you called it dawn stalkers, because it doesn't matter. And I think to presence it for everyone, who, this sounds really obvious, but I didn't realise the swing of dawn, of how early it got in the summer and how late it gets in the winter. So, I mean, in the summer, I remember getting up at like 3.30 to meet you in Barry for the solstice. And it was like crazy early. And now, you know, it's, got, it's gone before eight again, hasn't it? But it goes right up till what, half past eight? And the difference between dawn and first light, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah, and so I've... middle of winter, it's 25 minutes, half hour. Summer gets to nearly an hour. Wow. I, I think. I, I post times every day, so I shouldn't really know this, but you get lost in what it is at the minute compared to. Yeah. We're in February at the moment, so. Yes, when you're listening in the it's future. Just, just tipped before it's 8 a.m. fucking so cold. <laughs> And it's crazy dark, like we're literally leaving, Diane and I were laughing on Sunday because we were coming and it was blowing a gale and it was raining and people were on the WhatsApp group going, oh, I don't think I'm coming. And then it was calm. So there's You so never many, know what you're going to get. You never know what you're going to get, folks. Like if you're looking for a journey in growth, it's massive. So how did it start? Take everyone back to the beginning. So you, you, start, you started on your own, right? Did you... Did you I'm, you didn't set out to start a community in this. I got that you were creating stuff because you were doing your um, pipe dream festival. Yeah, I was trying stuff. to create a, a festival project. Yeah. I say trying. It was it was being created. Yeah. Um, really, we got stopped in coronavirus lockdown, fear of trying to produce an event and not being able to. When well, you're legally it. not allowed to. <laughs> yeah, uh, and financially, how that would look. Mm. Um, and so yeah I've been working on community gathering mm. again mm. Uh, 
and then I, I, the consistency of getting me in the sea was it was a level up for dry January. Okay. But actually, the the habit of going to the seafront uh, regularly at that time of day it, it actually started um, a couple of years before. So I had okay. a, a fairly major house fire. Yeah. Um, and we moved into my parents' house, who fortunately lived really near the, near Pilar seafront. Uh, and we had a, a puppy at the time who a lot of people who come to the beach know Dexter. He was a bit smaller at that point. Dexter's famous. <laughs> and he was he was a bit of a tear away around the house. And yeah. they'd moved into a, a new modern looking clean carpets, everything cream. And we had a puppy who <laughs> do stuff, well, stuff on the carpets. I remember coming in this very room when I first met Owen with Daisy thinking the same thing. It's yeah. never going to work. Green carpets and dogs. And it didn't. And I, yeah, I started walking him early. I didn't um, know that. Okay. And whether uh, the house fire, whether I was using that as a way of dealing with something. Yeah. Probably. I didn't recognize it at the time. Mm -hmm. But that became the, the, the habit. Mm. And when we moved back into the house, the, the, the house that had the fire, mm. it, it, it stopped. It was just that little bit further away. I mean, I can walk to the seafront, but it just seemed yeah, different. Yeah. So I took a different a different route mm. and then didn't necessarily need to walk the dog first thing in the morning anymore. So there's just a habit dropped. And then uh, our friend Peter from Stoll Coffee shout out to peter we've just had <laughs> in fact someone so we've got we've got three people watching so hey to whoever's watching as well in fact i don't know what the best way to get people to get in touch with us is if they want to ask a question so that we don't have to monitor how can we do that how can we do this people thank you for being with us while we work this stuff out um so yeah peter was peter yeah, started he took the coffee bike down to the seafront yeah uh, during lockdown and uh, it's sort of sunrise appreciation effectively and it gave a purpose Peter's for... on he's just said <laughs> keep pushing guys Grant made it on time yeah man <laughs> I love that I'm... we mentioned Peter and there he is that's epic we'll see if we can keep are, that are open we, are we creating I'm a late person uh, I think Peter is I'm not you were, you were here on time man <laughs> uh, so, so Peter added that element of well, community, someone having that interaction so you could do your daily walk, but yeah. bump into a few people, super important. And that drew me back into the routine. For those, just, just for those listening, if you want to look up, it's Stoll Coffee, isn't it? Stoll. Peter, put your, link in the, put your link in the comments as well so people can find you. Just, I think the thing to, for everyone to get that I want to really draw out and that's what you're starting with the story I didn't realize that that's kind of how it happened and we see each other every week right which is why I want to do this podcast because I get the you know get the other stuff is that the community builds a community which builds a community and there's so much stuff coming out of it so Peter kind of grew up organically outside of what you were doing but now you both do it and part of when I go on a Sunday you know I get in the sea and then I have a coffee and a cookie from Peter Peter I'll just have one of your cookies go and bought me one very delicious as always but it's massive isn't it so you're going with dexter for a walk peter's going down the seafront completely separate nothing to do with the dawn stalkers at this point dawn stalkers yeah, we didn't even exist. exist right yeah it yeah. was it was yeah there's a there's a name term that <laughs> might, we might explain at some okay, point cool. um yeah so you, it, sort of 
gathering is a people walking through you get some interaction you get some kind of daily input of community and i guess communication what we what many people were missing uh especially so, in lockdown yeah sun, sunrise said panath has a fantastic aspect we see sunrise all year when you can when there's not cloud cover or it's raining mm. and it rains and even less. then it's amazing like yeah, it rains the less sky than is just amazing yeah and, you know, they're saying never know what you're going to get it, it doesn't rain as often as i think it should that that's true diane and i have both said like i've got I've got wet getting dressed once in a year. It's, you know. I think for the sort of first time in 13 months, I got hailed on in the mm. sea. I think that's, it may have happened once, but we couldn't tell because it was raining so <laughs> hard. We didn't, we didn't know if it was hailed or not, but it was definitely hailed last week. Um, so yeah, that, that, that part, it, it drew me back into the routine. It, it, I, I think I remember asking, my mum actually at some point was I was I always a morning person because I'm sure I wasn't. Mm. I think as a kid, yeah. Mm. And then drinking and smoking and whatever else. Same here, right? I used to I in the last I would say, and Dawn Stalkers is part of this and called swimming. I'd say in the last six months, I've started waking up at six in the morning naturally. And I've never done that. It, probably when I was a kid, I did. And then the same thing, you know, working, catering, taking drugs, drinking a lot, smoking. My body's just going oh, in the morning rather than like. Oh. And you're just so do you wait? Do you set an alarm to come down to the seafront or do you wake actually? In Winter, I, I am. I am waking up or back waking up before my alarm in. in towards the shortest days, mm -hmm. I actually find I need more sleep in winter. Yeah. What, which I haven't recognised. But... Yeah, people don't. Right? We don't talk about it. We go. We're machines, we can do the same thing all year round. We can't. The trees are all asleep right now. <laughs> like, <laughs> like literally, the rest of nature is like hibernating, trees are asleep, and we're going, yeah, just keep going. Whereas in the middle of the summer, in the middle of summer, I was waking up for my alarm even when the alarm was set for and what, 4 a.m. So okay, so you get up for and then does your bedtime change? Yeah. So what what happens to your bedtime through the year? Does it cycle around as well? Or do yes, you gets earlier, I I think uh Lola's read me, so my eight-year-old daughter <laughs> has read me stories to, to bed before. Yeah, yeah. She's reading I'll to put me you to bed, Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so in the summer, you're like into bed by what eight ish? Earlier, you can get it. Yeah, seven was. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, and I did. I didn't tend to go back to sleep, so we were. We sort of went circadian i think is the right word yeah yeah so following the sunrise and then that was it came out of swimming it was swimming really early on the friday morning i, I remember what day it was mm. uh we'd uh effectively the the time we picked coincided coincided with first light and mm. sort of stood there and went that's mm. For anyone listening who hasn't really been present to what first light is, it's magic, right? It's just, I don't even know how to, can you explain it? It's, I don't know how to explain it to people. Like, I like getting down there, you know, for first light or near as, rather than when, like sunrise is sunrise, but first light is just something special. For me, it's a really, it's a time of peace, kind mm. of, there's a, almost contemplation, it's quite, it, mm. it, 
it is quite silent solitude uh, and it, I, I guess you f there's some form of feedback to see the world waking up mm. and you can see the switch from yeah darkness to light almost like the light was switched on mm. at one point it's dark and you can see the light coming in and mm. it within a second mm. it's light but you can see where the darkness was yeah mm. So go back to, you're going down the seafront walking. Going down the seafront walking. Peter's there doing his amazing conversations and coffee and yeah. bringing the community together. And I think, I think actually you, you rattled, someone in one of the groups was running a cold water or a cold shower challenge. Can't remember. Could have been me. I'll do it now and again, but yeah. Okay. And I tried it and hated it. It's, it sucks. Now I've done the sea colds, cold showers are just. Well, I could, I can. It's very different. I know I'm doing a cold water, a, a cold shower correctly now. Yeah. But in trying, and can't try right. What so describe doing a cold shower correctly? Well, I just I know I'm in there long enough and getting the benefit of it, mm. but I couldn't. I, I I didn't manage that prior to getting in the sea. Okay. So the showers, you know, is it cold enough? Am I in it for long enough? It's horrendous. You, you only got yourself to deal with mm, mm, mm. so stood on stood on the the beach or the side of the shore with a pair of shorts on as an adult you've kind of set yourself up to get in because and everyone else is there as well right There's well so when i was on one when you, own, so when you were doing it okay, yeah yeah, yeah you, you yeah, set yeah. yourself up you can't i mean you could back out but it's there's a bit of bravado in there you, you can't really turn back so you, you're getting in yeah. whereas Stood in your own shower. You've only got yourself to yeah to hold you accountable. It's kind of easy to hard. turn it to hot as well, and it's easy to step out. Whereas yeah. when you're going into the sea, you're either going in or you're not. Yeah. So there's a yeah okay. And I think there's a there's a, a level of cold that's different by mm. submersing yourself. Mm, mm. So I think a lot of people who don't have access to a beach. All the water's not cold enough they're using yeah. other methods now but they're not showers they're yeah. barrels baths, or baths or yeah ice freezers. Baskets, freezers, <laughs> freezers, yeah, yeah. Uh, so i i uh, and so there, there's what, a story there's a story you... of alcoholism and sort of drug dependency here so sure in, it's important to say in, that right um october uh my wife beth and i did stops over yeah i ended up going for about six weeks mm. and we had a, a, a night out planned or a, Friday, a, a sort of Friday night and it was a switch straight straight back into the same habits. And what would you say, so what was your drinking and drug taking like at that point, if you don't mind sharing for people listening so they get, because it there's all kinds of different alcohol dependence, right? From, well, it's, it's you know, there's the stereotype that we all think of of the like the person that just doesn't function yeah. in the gutter. There's people who binge on a weekend. There's people who drink every night. So where would you put yourself in? Like, what well, was it so like? I, I've, I, so I talk about alcohol. I, I talk about it as alcoholism and drug mm. dependency. Uh, prior to that, I just said, I just know, like drink a drink on a Friday night. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't drink in the week, so that's fine. Mm. Really, I was try trying to recreate a festival whether it be at home or whether it be it, it, it would get to that friday night and be itching to think where am i going what am i doing and if yeah. i wasn't doing anything i wasn't going anywhere i'd yeah. 
be trying to live in the house. Yeah. Uh, so it, it was a crux habit, mm. uh, I, I guess, in the in addictive compulsive all or nothing mentality. Mm -hmm. That's where I wanted to be every weekend. And I, I think yeah. it, we have a certain uh, an amount of sort of ingrained idea of that in British culture, for sure. Mm. And, and it might also be in cultures that have short light hours mm -hmm. during the winter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On any occasion, whether it be a positive, negative, good week, bad week. There's always an excuse for a drink, right? For a drink. There literally is, like feeling good, woohoo, let's party, yeah. feeling terrible, have a glass of wine, take the edge off. Yeah. So, yeah, interesting. Stoptober was an eye opener that it was possible, but also was aware that there was a, it's so easy to slip back into. So what did you do? You literally, after six weeks, you had a night out and, and that was from, it. Uh, yeah, back to And you just went all out again. Yeah. yeah. So we talked about doing dry January and I felt, uh, felt levelling it up was, or adding something, adding yeah. something that seemed positive, but also had to be, for me, needed to feel extreme or at odds with itself. Mm -hmm. And I'd seen someone getting in the sea very... At the seafront? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mindfully, quite early in the morning. Mm -hmm. um, certainly used it for solitude. Mm -hmm. We have had conversations about it. So mm -hmm. what, what's been created at the seafront isn't hasn't been for everyone. Well, it's an irony, right? So what we talk about is first light and solitude and then actually what's happened in the building of it. And then so we can get into that later yeah. as well about, you know, the whole the, the dilemma of a community and when it becomes not what you set out, but actually it's something more and it's it's huge, isn't it? So So, so did you gate crash this person's I what, I, you, I chatted actually I had a yeah. so uh, she uh, ran through past Peter, us standing around mm -hmm. chatting, mm -hmm. having coffee, and she had a set of wetsuit boots on. But I thought that we were having a barefoot running conversation. Mm. And Peter was talking about um, the sort of barefoot sole shoes mm -hmm. and, and the sort of grounding and feeling of the floor. Yeah. And I thought they were a set of barefoot running shoes. Mm -hmm. So I asked about them. She said, no, the wetsuit boots are going on the sea. Yeah. So in December, I went in for the first time and on your own with someone on was... my own I didn't okay I didn't really so I mean cold water dipping swimming is advised it is advisable to do it with a partner simply yeah. and I I was a fairly rubbish fair weather surfer as a kid so I'd been in the sea I didn't yeah. really I didn't think there was anything particularly dangerous about getting in at Palath mm -hmm. apart from not many people did it but mostly, I assume, because of water quality. Well, water quality, there's no waves, so there's no surfers. Yeah. It's and, a stony and, beach, yeah. so there's no sand, so... And that's yeah. the perceived water quality as well, I, I have to say, because I, mm. I now having been in well, fairly consistently every day for quite a long time. How long is it now? We're over a year now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so a couple of times in December, uh, I think... So for dry January, I said I was going to get in five days out of seven. Mm -hmm. It's sort of part of the challenge. So this was a year and a bit ago. Yeah. Yeah. And I did you do it? I dropped three days. So it's, it, it, you know, the 
out of the whole of the month. Yeah, so I call okay. it the crack at dawn because of the, <laughs> it, it, it's... Well, we yeah. joke, right? The but it's like a drug. Yeah, like a drug. You get all of the high, don't you? Yeah. But, you know, it's so very it is, it is addictive. It's, mm. it, it's positive endorphins, but perhaps uh, a total replacement for some of the things I was doing mm. prior to that. Well, and for those listening who haven't tried it, it's like... The way I the way I describe it is you get the pain first and then you get the high afterwards. Whereas with traditional drug taking, you get the high first and then you get the low. Everyone knows the the downer, the hangover, the whatever. And there's a definite dopamine switch where you go through the pain and then you get the pleasure at the end. And then there's a lot of benefits. So it, you have switched. So that's great. Yeah. Have you not? <laughs> I might feel that. Okay. No, please do. But it's and and that actually came from listening to. Um, Joe Rogan podcast, and I'm sorry, I can't remember the lady's name, but they were talking about addiction and they're talking about this switch, whereas traditional drug taking, you get the high and then you get the rebalance of the dopamine, right? So you go way up and then your brain goes, ah, 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 and takes you way down. And it's the same with insulin and sugar. So you have the big sugar high and then you get way too much insulin. So then you get the, the low and it's the same. But when you do what you're doing, you get the, you get the low first because it's really fucking cold. <laughs> And it hurt, like, you know, to be really clear, listen, if you haven't tried it, we're going in now in January, February. I mean, you go in every day. I go in once a week. It's, what, the water temperature's six seven, degrees, seven degrees, yeah. I think. You know, I managed 10 minutes on Sunday and was like, yay. But, you know, when I first did it, it was like a couple of minutes. Um, and it it hurts. Like, there's no, you know, it's not, you don't go in going, yay, it feels so good. Like, it hurts. Your skin burns and it feels weird. And the high afterwards is, it's, it is literally euphoric, isn't it? I mean, it just feels really good. I don't know how it feels for you now that you've been doing it for so long. It's the same. So you still get it. Yeah. As if, it, if the water's cold enough, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And then I, think I get asked, you know, oh, this must feel warm for you now. No, it doesn't. <laughs> it's still cold. It's just, it, it, I think you, you know what you, you know what to expect. You know, yeah. that, you know you can do it. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. But, but it's still, still, it's still, still and depending, you know, what, what, how you feeling when you wake up, how much sleep you've had, mm. how positive you're feeling about mm. about it, mm. company, it, all of those things add into how how you experience it, and you know for sure if you're if I've not had enough sleep, not yeah. feeling great, yeah, oh, it brings you much, into your body, right? Much much harder to get yeah, in. Yeah. Simple, yeah. or I'm yeah. in for less time, or whatever. Yeah. Or don't want to go at all, but that that the one of the things that's really the community element has added in is mm. I've created a platform to almost feel I have to get in. So that, that it's bigger than you now, right? Yeah, so that it was something. before. It was like you, and if you didn't show up, no one would know. Whereas now, it's like if you actually stop going, I think Dawn Stalkers is it's become that bigger thing, hasn't it? I mean, there'd, there'd be a whole missing element, but there's. And we'll get onto it. You know, there's now there's Lena and there's James and there's Peter and there's Seaweed Sally, as we call. You know, it's like all of that. Yeah, becomes bigger. So now you kind of it's a bit like me and my clients. It's like I have to show up for you guys now. I can't yeah. just go. Oh, I'm gonna go do something else. It's like we can't, right? Yeah, and you can't all show up the same every day. So mm. when I in in January going in nearly the whole of the month there were some days where I was only getting in because it it was sort of a challenge I'd set myself and I was 
I guess I, I was committed to it and I was working on doing what I said I was going to do, you know, in some of the coaching uh, platforms that we've been working in, mm. really actually focusing on if you say you're going to do something, getting it done. And, and mm. I'm, you know, if, uh, if my wife's watching this, she'll, she'll probably mention how the garage is still not tidy. So. <laughs> sure. And yes. like, you know, our intimate partners are always the ones that see, they see all of us, don't they? They don't, yeah. they get the worst, they get, they, they probably get more of the worst of us and less of the best of us. And they get, they get to deal with all of it. You know, they see our, they see everything, don't they? Uh, you know, the people that we live with get the, I, I want to say they get the rougher ride in a way. <laughs> like they, they pick us up and put us back together in some ways. And it's not that there's an expectation to do that. And you know, they're, they're always the best mirror, is that? <laughs> yes, it's a good way of saying it. It's like they're the ones who go, ah, 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 what about this? So, you know, yeah. And it's everything, isn't it? That yes, there's all stuff, you know, look at the stuff that's going on with Joe Rogan now. He's said some stuff that being flung back in his face. And it's like, well, I, I would love to see anyone who, you know, someone goes and delves around in their past. Imagine if all the conversations we'd all ever had were recorded and then clipped together and sent out there. I don't think there's a person out there who wouldn't have shit that they haven't done, stuff that they wish they hadn't said, you know, things that they regretted, <laughs> dumb like, shit they did. Yeah. And you should say that I downloaded the, uh, the Dawn Stalker's WhatsApp group. So yeah. I have it in hard copy. <laughs> I did wonder about printing it at some it's point. It's recorded, babies. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's um, like, you know. So I and having the the first time I got in with someone else, I realized that was the key to staying in longer. So what so so you started going in. So the first time you went in on your own, just so that people listening who have never done this are like, oh, I'm thinking I think the first thing that we really have to say responsibly is please don't go in on your own, really, because if you're not used to it and it's winter and it's really freaking cold and there's no one around, you don't know how your body's going to react. I mean, I've had a, a friend who she's done a lot called water swimming and she, luckily she was with her husband, Ruth, you know, for, you know, she had a really bad reaction. You know, she, she was in A&E. She was that worried about the reaction. And I know I've certainly, I think in November, I stayed in for about 20 minutes and I was, I was, I was wiped out the next day and I, you know, really struggled to get warm. And I've been doing it since May last year. So I think it's yeah, really important I've, I've for read people to recently of uh, someone who's an experienced ice swimmer. So that's under five yeah. degrees. Yeah. And they had uh, basically after drop. Yeah. Well, you but, get colder. For those that don't know, you get colder afterwards. So the number of people I see on a Sunday, and they're like, "Oh wow, it's my first time. I feel great." And I'm like, "Get dressed as quick as you can," because people don't realise that it's not just in the sea, is it? It's afterwards, hmm. and they're getting getting colder. So what, so what would you, so, so if someone listening who's never done it before, this is my opinion, I think they need to do it with someone else, even if yeah, that person I'd, I'd is not in the I'd, sea, like yeah. just holding their coat, make sure they get warm. I'd, I'd go find a group. And that, yeah. You know, really, okay. and that's some, yeah. It, it, so, you know, there's days where I get carried in and there's other days where I know I'm carrying people in. And it's, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, so it, it's, sure. a, it's a, a contribution and feedback loop. Mm you're you're supporting a person on one day and they'll be supporting you and it, you know it may yeah. not be really obvious but mm. you know for sure i've sat there on days and gone don't ah. do that. <laughs> yeah. and i said at the moment i've had a couple of days recently where i thought I don't want to get out of bed and then i think coffee it would be quite nice to have a chat yeah yeah and i'm out yeah but it's not it's but if the coffee and the chat wasn't there 
getting out of bed would be hard, right? Yep. Like it's the fact that that's all there now makes it. Okay, yeah, I've been calling it the three C's, and it, it, it really it's the cold water community coffee. coffee. Like it. And yeah, you can drink tea for sure. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> any, sorry, any hot drink tea drinkers out there. Yeah, and hey to anyone watching live, but we've got a few people that are watching, which is really cool just to acknowledge y'all because this is our first time doing it on live. It's really super. And so you got so you went on your, your own, which we're kind of saying to people, please don't do that if you can help it. Like have someone at least around so that there's help. Take warm clothes, warm drink, and take like some people still are so i take i wear a vest two thermal long sleeve vests a woolly jumper my normal coat and a ski coat when i get out most of the time i've got four layers on and, and you're like you're in your shorts so i'm just going man how does he do it <laughs> but for those of you like take too much clothes i think is the thing to say isn't it if you don't need them it doesn't matter but if you need more clothes and you haven't got them you know you're a bit stuck the other thing is be near a car you know, if you walk for miles and then dip and you haven't got enough warm clothes, that's the mountain rescue type scenario, isn't it? If people are doing it in lakes and rivers. So it's kind of, just be prepared. I think the thing is be prepared and start incrementally, isn't it? Yeah. How long, when you went in the first time, how long did you go in for? So I, I was, so the, the uh, Wim Hof's sort of cold shower technique mm. is three minutes. Mm. And I was counting 90 seconds in the sea mm. and it only took, me talking about that at a later stage, and I went 90 seconds ain't three minutes. But <laughs> so I don't know what I'm not even sure. My maths is reasonably good. <laughs> Your body saved you. It's like we're yeah. gonna just trick him. Here. So I was I was doing 90 seconds, mm. and at some point I saw someone else get in who stayed in, got in as a Long pair, time. and stayed right. in five minutes, and then yeah. sort of. Because this is again, we're in January now, right? As well, so it's about as cold as it gets. Air temperature, sea yeah. temperature. It, there's a big swing. So how? What would you say the temperature is in July, August? And I, I mean, even I'd only started last May, and in the summer I was like, it's not cold enough. I wasn't getting the same hit. So it does swing a Bristol lot. Bristol Channel probably gets to about eighteen. Yeah. So it's a big, big difference. So again, depending on when people start, that's going to make a, a huge difference, isn't it? Yeah. Which type of volume of water you're getting into? So the sea. Yeah. The sea won't fluctuate as much as ponds, lakes, rivers. Yeah, and they can be considerably colder, or you know, at the moment there's there's rivers which will be warmer just because where they're being fed from. Yeah, yeah. Rainfall so makes a big difference. It, it's a connection to nature, isn't it? As well, I think it's that we live in a world where everything's kind of the you know we get up at the same time and everything's the same, and we're living in you know even our heating systems just keep the temperature the same, and actually. This is a really great way of realizing that nature has just huge fluctuations in what's so and dealing with that. Yeah, and just and you know, looking at first light and sunrise change time, yeah. you know, really yeah. noticing that at the moment it's almost two minutes a day, mm. and that'll get as fast as three minutes a day. Mm. It's a big swing even in a week. So Diane and I, you know, it was like fifteen minute swing just in the last week. It's yeah. Huge. So you saw other people getting in, you were getting in then, it, where, what time of day? You, did this start at dawn? Were you, when did the dawn part was, come in? What happened? So we were doing, um, sorry, I'm going to sneeze. <coughs> oh, that's a car, isn't it? <laughs> um, I was aiming for before work. Yeah. And I didn't understand tide times and, yeah, and when, another, you, could, when you could swim at Panath. So... Mm -hmm. 
it didn't really get in anything below about four meters, which is let's call it half tide. Mm. We've got a very big tidal shift in the Bristol Channel, mm. uh, so it, it shifts upwards of eleven meters mm. on a big tide, and it's about eight. It's a long walk out when the tide is low. I remember when you and Lena came to Porthcawl. Who else came to Porthcawl? That Val was it? Val came as well. There was a couple of people. We did Porthcawl, and the tide was out, and it was like it was a long walk, and it was muddy, and it's just a yeah, it's a big difference. So learning when you could get in, that, mm. so that that affected things. Uh, didn't really like getting in the dark. It's not always advisable to get in in the dark, but I, mm. I did in order to mm. get in. Get to work and, yeah. More, more in the evening, actually. So okay. in the days where I couldn't get in the morning, I was getting in the evening. Yeah. Um, and back, we were still in lockdown, so working from home protocol, I wasn't actually having to get to the office. Yeah. So it, it gave the opportunity to do that kind of first light time. Mm. Uh, I decided to carry on for February and mm. also carried on not drinking. So it's, it's effectively a substitution. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't want to go out in the evening because I want to get up in the morning. Yeah. Um, but it's, I, I think what's important to say there, just from a like a coaching point of view, is you, what you did was you added something in which crowded out the drinking. And most people try and give up the drinking with no replacement, yeah. which is futile. You know, and that's a matter of it's drinking, drugs, cigarettes, coffee. If you don't add something in, so actually, when you I don't, did you realise that's what you were doing, or did it kind of happen? But that's that's ultimately what happened, right? Yeah. You added that in, and then you were like, no space for drinking now. Not really. I realise it now. Yeah. I, you know, yeah. At the time, like, no. So anyone who's listening to this, thinking, you know, I really want to kick the habit of whatever, coffee, smoking, sugar. If you don't add something in, it's going to be harder. So you added the C in, which as well, I, I so. My assertion is that C, the high from the C lasts longer, is better and is more positive and productive. Whereas the low you get after alcohol or drugs is like it wipes you out the next day. Whereas yeah. you get the high while you're out partying. But for me, the day I get in the C, like I have a rocking day all day on Sunday, regardless of what's going on. Yeah, you, know, you, you started the day with that. Yeah. Like, which is, you know, <clears throat> it's... Yeah, and it's, I want to get to bed. It's the same it's, it's thing. Kind of I want to get to bed so I can get up. It's kind of frowned upon to have a beer at breakfast. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> except because you can get in the sea. Except at festivals, but you know, so. <laughs> yeah, that's a different. I'm not, you know, I'm not sure that's a life of the past yet, but sure, uh, sure. It's still uh, that's still a work in progress. <laughs> <laughs> well, one thing at a time, right? Yeah. yeah. But when um, was the last time you actually had a drink? Or did so, any drugs, if you don't mind sharing? Well, my most recent hangover was. Uh, uh, January the 1st, 2021. Yeah. So a year ago. Yeah. 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 So it's, you know, it's massive. So it's not going to say if you, you know, if you went and had a night out or did something, it's like. It's but yeah, but, so, but again, it, it, my mentality, it's that sort of all or nothing mindset almost. Mm. I, if, if I, if I go out when I know, or if it occurs to me like, I'll literally step off a cliff. Yeah. Two, it'll feel like going back to day one again. Okay. That's interesting. Yeah. Uh, and I guess what I'd like to get to is be able to go to a festival go out once in a while mm -hmm. and then step step back into sobriety or mm -hmm. 
and I don't know what I don't know where the, the balance is. I'm, I, you know, I, I'm still stuck with that. Lockdown really helped because there were less, less things to do. So. <laughs> There's no parties. Yeah, yeah, right. And I, I, I for sure, I, I, I fell into a similar trap as a lot of people that because there wasn't a weekend, because there wasn't there was less structure, mm-hmm. that I drank more in the beginning of lockdown. Okay, yeah, that happened to a lot of people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, to be continued then around that and see yeah that, that's still that's... and what about so what about going to a festival and not partaking in any of the substances including alcohol right any of it or do you, do you just think I don't if you know. go you go in you uh, to, yeah that there's that to, to be confirmed and what about creating because you were creating the pipe dream festivals what about creating festivals around dawn cold water music light that doesn't have in, in the, of that. There's there's still ideas around that, yeah. but the the idea of festival isn't dead. Mm. The, the idea of doing a pop up in another within an, another structure is yeah is interesting. Yeah. So it's something we're investigating. Yeah, uh, and also actually, I, I had a, a conversation with someone at the the beach. So we quite often go to a festival called Blue Lagoon, mm-hmm. which is in Aberdeen near the Blue Lagoon. Yeah. And I considered whether I sort of basically run Dawnstalkers there, mm. but really to give me something to do to get up in the morning and go and see. Yeah, to yeah. sort of add that. To again stop the party. Yeah, the night a- absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so yeah, it's all about me. <laughs> <laughs> Those of you who thought Grant was like this most loving, kind, giving community guy, and do you know what the irony is? I think we don't we don't deal with that enough. It's like my whole joint venture master money mastermind was ultimately all about me i was like i'm financially free i've got no one to hang out with you know it kind of it kind of came out of that that sort of selfish like hang on there's something missing the benefit obviously it becomes never about us and it's all about everything else which drags us along it kind of like we said earlier it flips but you know it that that's where it comes from initially isn't it it's like you you went swimming to sort stuff out for yourself. It didn't start out with the intention of what it is now. Yeah, and it wasn't an, an intention of sorting something out, or at least yeah. maybe I didn't recognise it. Yeah. It, yeah. You know, in hindsight, it's easy to, easy to say, oh, yeah, I worked it out. That's what I was going to do to yeah, sort yeah, that but out. But it That's wasn't. Not at all. Yeah. It just went, that looks weird. I can't go snowboarding at the moment. I'll I'm a bit, that... I'm, I'm feeling a bit stuck. Yeah. I need something to kind of, yeah, just. Mm. I, I, it's really, it's, it, it's not something to kick my ass. It was it was it was something to be at odds, to be a bit out there, to be yeah. I guess really to feel something. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is massive. As it, well, as it turns out, yeah. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> wasn't aware. We half, we half was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I just uh, didn't, yeah, didn't recognise it at the time. Yes. So when did it switch? So January, you did every last January. So a year ago, you did every day except three yeah then what happened and when did so family carried on yeah dropped two days and um, what time were you going in the sea or was it all over the place at that mostly point, like, again mostly sea. mornings okay and then it was getting lighter so yeah. as uh go getting back into a routine of going to the office schools uh open mm. so but because it was moving lighter, it was able. I was able to get in most mornings, and I was mm. starting to get an idea that I could get in at lower tides. Yeah. And talking to people, um, mm. 
I, I went and asked people. So I'd sort of, you know, the, the wild swimming community is is much larger than it all was much larger then than perhaps you realised. And until you start, once you looking, get into, yeah, when you start looking, you're like, oh my god, it's a bit like when I became a parent, and I was like, oh my god, there's all these groups of mums and people that do stuff that you don't even realise exists. Yeah until you actually do it and then you're like oh Stop. shit there's loads of other people that are yeah yeah so i talked to people yeah uh, and i kind of i wanted anyone who's getting in the sea and there weren't that many yeah but more than you thought more than i thought yeah you know i wanted to speak to them interact find things out mm. so i got a lot of help and information mm. uh, and again i was consistent mm. so i was there every day i don't so. think we can over stress that enough for for the like what it takes to build something that showing up consistently even though at that point you didn't realize it was going to be what it is now but that for yourself like showing up every day and speaking to people and dealing with it I you know I think all of us in different ways give up too soon I know I certainly used to in the past I mean the business I've got now it's the longest business I've had outside of my property portfolio you know I, I i've had a catering company i've run a pub i've done this i've done that but it was like one or two years out and if i'd have stayed there's something that happens in that consistency that i don't think we can stress enough that people give up too soon i mean even if you look at you guys property journey like you guys have stayed in we started working together in 2017 but we made us made ourselves accountable yeah so okay. the structure was yeah. in place to keep it accountable. Keep going. No, that was under your coaching platform. Mm. You know, and I guess doing it as a as a, as a group. making it a team. Yeah, game. yeah, yeah. So you showed up for each other, and we had plenty of days when well, we didn't want to yeah, show didn't up. Want right? Yeah, like, yeah, two days. Whether it be late, not actually turning up, yeah. <laughs> or being there and not wanting to be there, yeah. or yeah. Yeah. Um, I just went down to see everybody, but mm. I, I see it as addiction. You know, it was addiction yeah. almost. Yeah. And I had no idea that that. You know, and the same for uh, Peter. He at some point switched to taking the coffee bike to the seafront every day, mm -hmm. and I, I think. He, him and I were almost, I, I, you know, maybe I'm taking liberty, but it was him and I that Peter can comment if he's still listening. Anyone who is listening on YouTube, if you do want to comment, we're kind of sporadically keeping an eye on it. Yay, Angelo, awesome, how are you doing? And we've got, well, I can't read that other comment. I think it's maybe spam, but like, so if you are listening <laughs> and you want to make a comment or, you know, um, join in or ask a question, we'll certainly, you know, we'll answer those who are going wrong. So, and if, and if anyone's listening, think he's taking liberties. Tell us what's going on. <laughs> well, so, so we there were there were other people who were there fairly consistently on a daily mm. basis. Mm. Uh, but Peter and I would stand around in the rain, just mm. being stupid and posting shit on his Instagram feed, and mm. and he was he he made a couple of videos of me in the sea. Yeah, I think one specific day where he came down the hill on the, the bike that's falling apart and sort of zoomed past the RLI ramp and there was my head in the sea. <laughs> so it, he was talking about it, yeah. actually. Yeah. And then, you know, a few other people got in the sea. Yeah. 
Lena got in with some friends uh, around about, I think it was the 13th of February. Yeah, shout and, out to Lena, who's yeah. it, a massive part now. They, they, right? they, like, they got in at the opposite end of the, the beach I'd already been in. I remember yeah. going to get the coffee and saw some people. Sort of, and, and, again, and were they I wanted, getting in because of you, or was that completely I separate? Think separate? I think separate. It's like I, these, I like suspect, the stars aligned. Yeah, they, they were, I think, they were a group of au pairs. And mm. they, mm. I, I get, at least Lena for sure was, living in a, or, or a, the part of Germany she was from was landlocked. Mm. So she didn't have a seaside. Mm. So they all wanted to get in the sea before they split company. Wow. You know, some of them finished okay. their contracts. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think Peter had certainly been talking about cold water immersion. Mm. So they, they got in the sea and I wanted to know, one, it was a really rough day. Uh, tide was really high, so where they got in, I was sort of interested in. Yeah. It, not necessarily dangerous, but it was sort of like, wow, there's someone. Is it okay? Yeah. Yeah. And, and I, you know, I'd worked out by that point that if we got north northeasterly wind, it was fucking freezing. And mm. getting out, that you know, mm. I, I had the day where I, I think the knot of my shorts, I couldn't get it undone. Yeah, yeah, because so your hands stopped working, yeah, so, right? Like, that's I, another thing to say. Like, your body yeah. physically goes, like, I, couldn't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't even yeah, do I couldn't click the, uh, the button on the, the van. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I stood by the door, the, the door of the van looking in, thinking, I can't uh, yeah, I can't sort myself out here. I'm going to have to go down and ask Peter to do my shorts for me. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, yeah, I was, I was interested in what they were doing. So, and then Peter introduced us. And Lena said she wanted to do it again. Yeah. And said, can I come in with you? And yeah. that kind of, that was the, there was the odd other person I got in with, but that was the first person who said, I want to come with you every day. Wow. Yeah. And and has ever since, right? I think pretty yeah. much apart from the odd being away on a trip, so physically isn't in Panar. Yes. Yeah. She, she, Lena's yeah, yeah. very consistent from February. Yeah, yeah. And I, I do a business networking group on a Friday. Um, B and I, where we met, yeah, and that starts at seven forty-five. No, sorry, six forty-five. At that point, it was on Zoom, yeah, and uh, it was meant it was a Friday morning. She said, "Y'all come with you," and she turned up at six a.m. to get in the sea in the dark. Wow, yeah. Oh, okay, this is this is strange. It's and why you know all that sort of the, the the stuff came up of okay, so this is a. This is one is giving something to someone else mm. to having someone to consistently get in with started to create okay we'll you know we'll arrange things yeah well diane picks me up every morning so those of you who don't know diane is my husband's mum like I, I hate the word mother-in-law my <laughs> my my uh i don't know we need another word mother-in-law's got so many terrible connotations anyway so diane picks me up on a sunday and we drive down and it's the fact that she picks me up that makes the difference right yeah like, showing up someone else showing up someone else like she's come to pick me up so i'm just going to get up even if i don't want to get up i'm going to get up so that so she started then coming every day from that point pretty yeah. much yeah uh we created a whatsapp group uh, 26 February. So I that's do, I, do, I do know the date. So this is the so technically the first birthday of Dawn Stalkers because we were talking it's about this on Sunday is the 26th of February, which is coming up. Where are we now? We're on the 8th of February 2022. For anyone listening to this in the future, it's two weeks. Um, or two weeks. So in two weeks, that's the, the kind of official official. And how many people are on the 
were on the WhatsApp when you started. So it was you and Lena, and then who else started kind of being a regular part? So of, when did Tim? Yeah. Tim swims. And he was Tim. already swimming. Shout out to Tim. He was already swimming or nope. not? Oh, no, wow. Tim, Tim I was, so that. Tim okay. and I met because uh, Tim was walking the seafront, but he walked in the seafront in a t shirt mm-hmm. with gloves and a hat on in winter. Yeah. Uh, and we got chatting based on that. He, okay. he was doing cold showers and had, and had been for a long time. Okay. But I have it that t- so Tim, Tim's one of the hardcore swimmers. swimmers. Yeah, yeah. Like, so for those of you listening, so Tim I go in and I, <laughs> my shoulders are under the water and I'm pretty much staying still. And I do the odd swims for the here and back, but rare, you know, rarely. And actually, the one time I did swim back and realized the power of the tide, I was like, I'm going to die instead of swimming in the same spot trying to get back to my towel. But Tim actually, like, he goes in and swims. Yeah. Hardcore. So I didn't realise that was... I thought he already did that. I thought he was one of them. No. Okay, wow. So he started coming in with you yeah. and Lena. And then a few others. But I think so the... I think the fourth person in the group was James's partner at the time. Jim Bob, wow, okay. our photographer. So, so all the photos that you see, so if you look these guys up on... In, what are you on Instagram? At Dawnstalkers. And we'll put everything in the comments for those of you listening. But at Dawn Stalkers yeah. on Insta, um, the photography is epic, and I think it's part of the success. Just checking YouTube comments for all good. Yeah, and that, um, and that half wit dot zero point five. It was half wit zero point five. Yeah, shout out to James. Oh, James, that name it drives me nuts. <laughs> it was, it's it's tongue in cheek. Well, it, exactly, and it, and actually, we all remember it, right? So, so James's partner started coming in. Yeah. And then what happened? Then James came down. And does James have a cold dip? Because James is there in like galoshes and everything. And like, it's I epic. Don't, right? I don't it's know if James has ever been in. Ooh, challenge. James, gauntlet dropped. I think we've dropped the gauntlet already. And he said, Fact, fact we were in the sea in, in a gauntlet. <laughs> there is, I think there's some photographic evidence. Something Peter. And that, I mean, he's just it. epic. So he shows up every day yeah. and actually captures the moments. So he started coming and photographing. Not, not so much initially. He, okay. he was again. He was part of the gang that appeared for coffee and what walk dogs. Yeah. Uh, Peter's partner, partner Naomi. Mm-hmm. So she was really early on. She's Irish. Yeah, they, I've met they, Naomi. Just epic. Irish people all seem to get in the sea. <laughs> loads of coastline. There's loads of fantastic swimming uh, groups and communities in in Ireland. Yeah, and they they seem. It seems to be set up for it. They've got they've got diving boards in the sea. And, no way. And yeah. So. Wow. Okay. So. Start of the WhatsApp group. How many people would you say it was that made you go? Oh, we need a WhatsApp group. It's just a few of you. Yeah, we were. Yeah. Fairly quickly, ten people. Mm. And we had, you know, a good day. We'd have seven people down with us. It's <laughs> so and, funny and, to look and, back. And, on, and you know, on. A, on on a quiet day, it was the three of us. Wow. Yeah. And you know, cold water conversation, cold water high. I think James calls it cools. Cold, cold water. <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't know why. There's so many acronyms. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I think, I guess it was, it was a little bit infectious. Yeah. Because we'd stand around being stupid fun. effectively having well, fun but just it kind move. of it kind of rem- reminds me of you know when people are in a pub or in a club and they're just dicking around and having fun because of alcohol it's kind of like that yeah just just being 
it's almost like the alcohol removes the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, you know, people go inhibitions. Like, inhibitions. The inhibitions are just gone, and there's something about getting in the sea together. You know, in swimming costumes. Some people come in wetsuits, whatever. But like the point is, people come in whatever they want, and the inhibitions are kind of gone. There's something magic about that, and no alcohol is involved. Yeah, it's, it's a real leveler. Yeah. It, it's as hard, or pretty much is as hard for everyone to get in and out of the city when it's cold. Mm. Mm. See, and you. Yeah, so there's no hierarchy. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So all of the kind of social stuff is just removed. Yeah. And actually, no one's in uniform. No one's really, no one's dressed, right? It's early in the morning, which I think is there's something magic about early in the morning. So I don't know about anyone else, any of the other ladies there. I certainly don't bother putting makeup on. Whereas on a daily basis, I you know have a shower, put makeup on. Dance in front, I don't. I'm not really bothered about what I'm wearing. Whereas I might spend a bit more. You know, I don't I don't wear smart clothes, but you know, I chuck on tracksuit bottoms. Like, it's the only time I wear tracksuit bottoms is at the gym or down at the seafront. There's something free. I, and I wonder this, is, is if if we had a sunset at Palaf, would we have... I think you'd have been drawn to do sunset because mm -hmm. it there is, I guess, quality of photographs. That, you know, that's right. kind of important mm -hmm. for in terms of building community in this, in the sort in of, day of age, yeah. social media age that uh, mm -hmm. and this wouldn't have grown without instagram for absolutely for sure for sure yeah but would we have done sunset and i think yes but i don't think it would have had the same mm -hmm. uh, benefit for sort of your daily structure yeah i think yeah. the fact it is first thing in the morning is well really you may important. have even had people drinking and stuff there at sunset as well right it, yeah like who knows where it would have gone but it would have turned into more putty than Okay, set for the day. Let's go to work. Let's get our stuff done. So it's yeah, it's a very different tone. And the reason for the no sunset is because the sun's setting onto the land, right? Yeah. Whereas yeah, you basically can't yeah. see it over the sea. Yeah. Whereas it's literally rising somewhere in front of us when we're yeah. And what happened next? So you've got a WhatsApp group. Several of you doing it, but the numbers are and for people listening who don't know anything about these guys. On a on a busy day now, you're 150. What's the most you've had? I mean, on a Sunday, I have it. It's busier when I go just because it's the we've, weekend. We've hit 300. Wow! But I, so f the the big number of days. It's, it's it's you know it's a, it's a maybe a headline, but actually, yeah, sure. you know, the infrastructure at the seafront's not ideal for that many people. Mm. I think it's the fact that consistently we now have. I don't think there's a day where we have less than 30 people. Wow. And that's every day. And so, that's at dawn. And that's in the winter when yeah. it's raining, when it's cold. And, and there was there was certainly a point in May last year where Lena and I recognised that we didn't need to be there. Mm. That it would there would be anyway. people at the beach, no matter what. And they weren't waiting for you to go in anymore. It was like people would come, yeah. get in. Yeah. And, and it, it meant that you could tell people or invite them or call them out to show up knowing that they'd mm. get the same experience. Mm. Mm. And, I, and I hadn't realised, you know, again, in talking about the consistency, how important that would be. Mm. Mm. I think there was even a, 
a thing recently in the WhatsApp group where someone went somewhere else thinking that people would be there and there weren't another swim group yeah. type. And it's that, it's like people go on their own. They know that if they come to PNAF, without a doubt, there'll be someone there. Yeah, and organising organizing yeah. stuff is, you know, I get it's hard. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So I do, whether we simplified it by making it every day <laughs> in the cra crazy yeah that it might sound crazy but by doing it every day and doing it at, a, at dawn even yeah, though so dawn changes it, it, the, so the time changes but the the premise so it's you can same. look up what time it is yeah 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 and, and that meant it didn't matter if you if we were a sunday swimming group and one Sunday you couldn't make it. Well, that means there's two weeks we haven't been in or haven't been part of that community. Whereas there will always be someone there. So if you can't make it Sunday and you decide, oh, I can make it quickly down on a Tuesday, you look out the window and go, it's hailing. I've not been in the sea in hail. Yet. I want to go. And most people look out and go, it looks really clear. It's going to be magic. Uh, yeah, but... we'll go. Scott Show. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And then you've been in quite a lot of local press. And that was, I'm going to say, I have it that that was accidental in the sense of people were like, just, my God, this is cool. And it's, you've got a whole word of mouth thing happening where you've got some beautiful Instagram pictures. And I, I also, it's interesting with social media because it's like, yes, social media for sure. Like people go on Instagram and it, it goes epic. But there's also something where, you know, the people that I've brought down, I've just gone, it's really fucking cool, man, come. There's no, oh, look at the Instagram pictures, it's magic. It's like, this is a really cool thing to do. It feels amazing, come. So it'd be, I mean, we'll never know, right? Because Instagram's here and it yeah. is what it is. And I suspect there's a lot in the in the word of mouth and people hearing about it and, you know. Yeah, uh, we, we had some really great press. Mm. Wild swimming was, a, it, it still is a, a sort of buzzword in lockdown and yeah yeah you see people in it, most uh well there's, there's loads of adverts now where you can see they've got a cut scene of someone swimming in a dry room possibly <laughs> <laughs> there's a whole other game uh, yeah so was it latest little advert there's, there's, yeah 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 so it it's it's part of the kind of outdoors and and sales pitch for for UK holiday making, I think, or, or well, that that kind of adventure lifestyle. Yeah, right. And 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 I think it's important to you know everyone goes about how terrible COVID was, but actually, you know, well, you know that because we work together a lot. But I'm all for the John De Martini world of everything's balanced. So however terrible it is, it's just as amazing. And if we look, the perfect storm of COVID, no one's allowed out, which all occurs as terrible. But look at the number of people who have gone. Well, I'm going to get in the sea. I'm going to go swimming. I'm going to get outdoors. I'm going to deal with my health. I'm going to stop drinking. And yes, there's a lot of people in COVID who drank more. And even in the drinking more, I suspect there was lots of people who drank a lot more and went, "Shit, this doesn't work. I need to not do this." And then you know, swam, swam the other way. Well, it, so, it, it takes to go one way to go the other. Yeah, quite often. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So you know, what a massive benefit. And you know, we're coming out of lockdown now, and. Yes, we, we don't know where it's going to end, but you know, we're coming out of the other end, but you guys are still here making a difference. So even though people are quote unquote going back to normal, there's a level to which, you know, it's making a big difference to people's lives. Yeah. And we had some, some people come, come along who enjoyed it or were already 
keyed into that the idea of it mm. who had connections to the press mm. talked about it mm. whether the, I, I still there's a sort of a bit of it was it out of kindness I don't see that we were doing anything particularly different mm. well maybe maybe not I, you know I, I think I get I'm quite I get quite stuck with acknowledgement so it's, it's yeah, looking yeah. At, and we are so I, I think we're probably one of the most uh, diverse swimming groups mm. that I know of mm. so in terms of our demographic mm. we've had um, kids yeah so kids so with their parents we've had a, a swimmer um, who swam for Cardiff who was being chaperoned down to the beach coming in with us mm. through to I think 78 is the oldest so we and men and women as well it's that whole you know there's not because a lot of swim groups can tend to be gender you know and, and a specific interest whereas again this is like if you want to swim you swim a lot of us don't swim there's there's kind of no although it's niche because you go at dawn and you get in the cold water that's where the, the the niching ends as well there's no kind of like you must swim or there's no there's no there's no barrier to entry if someone can get you in the sea i mean we've we've even had someone in a wheelchair have helped to get in they you know that like there's no barrier there's literally it's like if you can get if we if we can get you in the water it's yeah, going to happen and we're willing to investigate what will what we can put in place to help support people mm. Mm. Uh, and it, you know people message the page and say well can i what do i do yeah, and i yeah. say just show up and, you know it's i mean it in both yeah, ways yeah, yeah. yes yeah. you have to come and two yeah you've got to show up and get in yeah yeah, and I, I it's a, it's a it's a balance. What I find is a balance is I try I, I quite like the sort of uh, pirate adage kind of the mm. so I, I will call people to action. Yeah, particularly over social media, but then yeah, <laughs> when you actually show up, it's it's a whole different. <laughs> pass you over to someone nice. <laughs> Lena will take care of you. Mm. Mm. but that's the magic right of community when you build it i don't want to say right because there's no right or wrong way to do anything but when you build it in a way that's really workable and you let team happen and you've got you know you've got james there doing photos and you've got lena there who's just unbelievable with bringing i'd say like just being with new people and helping them breathe and you know giving them confidence i mean i've been in you know i've been going in for months and i i went in with lena probably the end of last year I just wasn't feeling it the week before. It must have been November. The week before I'd got, I'd stayed in too long. I'd got too cold. I was a bit, you know, I kind of got scared, more scared than my first yeah. time. I was like, I don't want to feel like that again because that really sucked. And I was actually, you know, there's a level to which I was scared of dying. You know, like <laughs> the drama in me was, I was scared of dying. It's like, it wasn't like that, but it was like, I really got the power of the sea, the cold, the if I was irresponsible and stayed in too long. And I was just kind of like, I don't want to feel like that again, man, you know? And Lena was not feeling great that day either. And we just, we happened to meet as we were walking down and it was when we were off the, 
off the groin or as or ship pipe as it's lovingly known in the community <laughs> you know we were going off that it's end a, it's a concrete outflow pipe. it is a concrete outflow pipe it's really it's a great facility though because it you is can get over because the, you can the get mud. over the mud right it's amazing so you walk, yeah you walk out on low tide and lean so around. basically we have a a, a pier to get, to get into the sea when it's too low time to walk exactly. through the mud. Yeah. yeah, you know, it's epic. And Lena and I literally, neither of us were really feeling it that day. And it goes back to what you were saying earlier. We were just, I was just like, oh, no, I'm not feeling it. And I have a thing that I go down there anyway, and then I choose whether I go in the sea or not. And I've never gone down there and not got in the sea. The way I tricked myself into getting down. So he's like, come on, buddy. You don't have to go in the sea if you don't want to. Well, let's just get to the seafront. Like, that's my game in the morning. Just get to the seafront. And then we'll see. And Lena was there. And I said, I don't really want to go. And she was tired and she wasn't really feeling. And we were like, we'll just go in together. And we stayed on the groin. We, we lit, And it was really low tide. So we literally had to crouch on the groin to sort of be in the water. And everyone else was kind of a bit further over. And we did five minutes and we got out. And it was just, that was it. Then I was back in the game. You know, every Sunday then I was happy. I was like, good to go, happy. And then actually now, you know, this Sunday just gone. I did 10 minutes in Problem. It's getting warmer air temperature wise, isn't it? It's not been as cold, but it's still pretty. It's still pretty cold. The sea's colder. The sea's colder. Yeah. So, yeah, there's just something magic about that, and the magic of going to see Peter for a coffee and a cookie afterwards. Of like that. I don't know. It's almost a reward for going in, but it's it's that. It's not just that. And now you've got Inda doing yoga. Shout out to Inda, who's now on a Sunday doing a yoga. It's like it's becoming just this. Well, I joked with you the other week, not really joking about it. It's like my church. I go on a Sunday morning and, you know, all of that. It's it's becoming that. And that's what community does when it's Yeah, it's I've, been a, I've been a constant morning communion. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a pilgrimage. <laughs> Literally, right? <laughs> to the sea. But it works. And I think we are, you know, on a deeper level. We're all missing that. You know, the church kind of structures are not as workable for a lot of us. You know, I love what the church does. And I, and I, I can't reconcile myself with the with the with the with the God. Although I love the stories of the Bible and the parables and the commandments and everything, all that works. It's like there's a there's a level to which if I go to church, I'm not authentic. You know, there's like a there's a bit where I'm just like, no, this like praying to a God in that way doesn't work. Albeit, I believe you know we're all connected and universal, and the world's amazing. And what people like you are doing is building it's almost like it sounds it sounds big and i think it is this big you you it's like replacement for the church for me it's like where else do we go to get that so if you go to a church you get community you get support you get people showing up however they're feeling every week where do you get that if you don't go to church these days yeah i think maybe we need a choir <laughs> I think you do need so, a choir, so a sunrise choir, <laughs> you know, someone's oh, going to watch this now. I'm going to get some hate for that. <laughs> well, you were, and, and, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's a good point to, you know, to talk about that. Like what are, you know, there are the downsides and Panath is a residential area and there, you know, there is, there's a level to which, as you've seen, communities grow and then you get the downsides of the communities, right? So you've had some... I don't know what you'd even call it, kind of feedback about, you know, unworkability because of noise and numbers of people. Noise, it is early. parking. Uh, Safety. Yeah. Um, 
And what I love about you guys is that you carried on going anyway. And again, it's where a lot of people would have stopped. You know, just got, oh, it's too fucking hard. Whereas actually what you do is you phone, you phone the RNLI, right? When there's more numbers to let them know. Coast just Guard. To, yeah. Coast Guard. Yeah. You phone the Coast Guard to let them get, to let them know. You know, and you take it seriously. And you also go, there's a, and I don't know how it is for you, but how it occurs for me is like, you take it really seriously and you also let it be. You just go, well, it is what it is. Well, it's, Whereas it, a lot it, of people would have got stopped. It, it isn't safe. So, there's an element that you take your own risks. Yeah. There's, and you know, I got in my, on my own start with that. I didn't see it as risky, but some people would say, yeah, it was. You're a fucking pirate. It's, it's on brand. Or, or an idiot, yeah. But there's, but there's taking responsibility. So we, we're a community of like-minded people that get in the sea, mm. but then with the, the numbers, you can expect someone to have a, an issue yeah. just through statistics. statistics yeah. yeah. So having some, I guess, an idea or a structure of what to do if there's a problem, putting a risk assessment in place, mm being in communication with people who understand water safety. Yeah. You know, we're not, for sure, we're not, not perfect. Mm. We're, and we've adapted as we've gone along. So yeah. we've made mistakes. Yeah. We've had, well, it was an instant I was in the sea. So I went swimming. Yeah. Didn't tell anyone. Yeah. It was left. dark. Was it dark? That yeah. Morning? yeah. So no one knew where yeah. you were. Yeah. Right? left evidence effectively. So someone found the evidence that someone had gone swimming. Yeah. But couldn't, couldn't see, see them. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, what we actually learned from it is that people, so there was panic, mm -hmm. there was what do we do, and there was a, a reticence to call the Coast Guard or call the RNLI because they didn't want a false alarm. And actually, mm -hmm. what the feedback we got was call quicker. They can add manpower into the search fu search functionality, mm. so they can either ascertain quicker whether it is a false alarm, mm. or already have boots on the ground to be. If it's not because if it's not a false alarm, the quicker you dies, get someone, right? the quicker you get yeah. someone out. That you know, absolutely, the quicker people are on on scene. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so you know, it takes twelve minutes, I think, for them to get the boat. Mm. Up and out, and which actually, is a long time in cold water. <laughs> yeah, but uh, but and for what we're doing is actually, you know, what you want is someone with searchlights, because mm -hmm. we're not deep water, so mm -hmm. the, the boats aren't necessarily that effective. So what you want is people looking quickly, mm -hmm. but also that chain that if the helicopter needs to come out or yeah, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. So that yeah, and then we got we got. I guess it was it was how we dealt with it, so we talked about it. Mm. Uh, whether that's rightly or wrongly, I don't. I didn't see it as promotion. I mm. I saw it as openly talking about something that we'd experienced, mm. and it may well have highlighted that we didn't know what we were doing. Mm. We didn't. Mm. It, 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 mm. 
But it's that, I think it's that authenticity and that honesty that has people then like really, that's really relatable. Like how many of us have fucked up and then wanted to hide and not share it. But actually the minute we share it, everyone goes, oh yeah, this happened to me. Oh, I did that and that happened to me. It's like so relatable, you know? So actually it's very brave and courageous to share you know, that we don't, you know, we joked at the beginning of this podcast, like, we don't know, like, we literally didn't know what we were doing this morning, did we? We were like, we were fuck it, fresh play. let's All live live stream play. on, let's live stream on YouTube, figure it out. We were, you know, we did a bit of a test, which is probably floating around YouTube somewhere. People are probably watching it going, what are these idiots doing? But it's the, it's the being, it's the showing up and giving it a go. That means it was you saying, get this podcast, let's do, you know, can I come and do it live rather than on Zoom that had it here? It was you going in the sea and it's the incidents and the and the mess ups that actually gets the learning. Imagine if you hadn't had that incident and then you'd carried on and it grows to 150, 200, 300 people, but there's never been any incidents and then something happens and the stuff wasn't in place. You know, so it- Yeah, we, you know, without going through some of those processes, we'd never have figured out that we could walk down the Con- <laughs> concrete shit out- pipe, just call it down- shit pipe. Yeah, down sh- shit pipe to get the sea. I, I remember the, the day Lena and I were stood, sort of just knee, yeah, knee deep in water. Yeah. And we had no idea where the thing went. So we'd be walking along it and suddenly realised we were stood quite far out in the sea. Yeah, yeah. It was really cold because of the wind. Yeah. And we didn't know where it went. We didn't know where it finished. We didn't know how to get in. How yeah. deep it was. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I since I've gone back and looked at it at really, you know, at super low time, take the photographs. So I know exactly what it looks like. <laughs> but at the time, we were just mm. working out how to get the scene. Mm. So, you know, ha- happy accidents, mm. a certain amount of stupidity. Mm. Yeah, for sure. Sure. And, you know, I think in a world where, you know, we're in this kind of, I don't think we're as bad as the US, but litigation and someone's to blame and it's someone's fault. I think it's very brave to build a community where you are dealing with cold water swimming and the potential for death to be, you know, straight about it and the potential for injury and the potential for cock-ups. And it's in the doing of that, that actually how many people, and I don't think we'll know, I think I've said this to you before, you'll never know the impact that you've had on people's lives and what you've changed. You'll get some feedback for sure. And people will tell you it's amazing. And I can sit here and share my experience of like how it's literally changed my life and given me something, you know, having a three-year-old and a one-year-old and how Sunday mornings gets me through the week because it's like the two hours I have in a week where I'm not accountable to clients or my children. No one needs anything from me. I'm not looking after anyone else except myself. And how many people are out there like that? You know, and then I've invited other people and so have other people. And it's just, it ripples out and out and out. You know, it's like, how do I stay sane? Come and see every week. If I was like, you know, in the summer, I'm kind of like Diane pointed out on Sunday. She was like, it's getting earlier. We'll be able to go in the week again soon. Because we can't go in the week at the moment. Because I'm like oh man, so I can go twice a week? You know, it's that whole, you'll never understand that ripple out and that impact, but it's like also what it's taught me personally, and I'm sure it has for other people, is like personal responsibility. And I'm the first person to be like, I'm responsible. You know, I, 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 I bring everything back to myself. I've done enough coaching and work and I coach other people about, you know, we always bring it back to ourselves, don't we? How can we be responsible? But it's like, 
he's given it to me on another level. Like I am more resilient now. If I look back, I went first came in in May and you and Lena were awesome and you came to Porth Call. That was the first time that Sarah came in the sea. I mean, there's a whole other, we could do a whole, I will do a podcast with Sarah, right? Who was on Igloo, who's in Igloo's group. So those who listen to the podcast, you can listen to the first podcast, Sarah's in that. She's now writing a Dawnstalkers children's book. You know, that was her first time in the sea. You guys came to Porth Call. It was wavy, man. I mean, Panath is never, there's hardly any waves. You get a bit of, a bit of swell. It was, you know, Sunday look. But I mean, we're talking like, we were having to dive under the waves, right? On our first. That was a couple of surfers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was wavy. But if I look back, my resilience levels on a physical level now, you know, I was so cold after going in that day. I mean, it was kind of, I probably stayed a little bit longer because it was really exciting. And then afterwards got dressed. The shower, I had a hot shower for so long trying to get warm. I was literally chilled to the bone. And I look now and I'm like, and now it's February, been in for 10 minutes. I didn't even, I just, it, it was it was not that big a deal. I was cold when I got out on Sunday, but my physical resilience to what I can handle and what I'm less scared of in the sense of, you know, mother nature, cold, athleticism, what what I what my body can cope with that I didn't know it could. I mean, you've you've and it's I get that it's not just you and you're very modest when you when it comes to all of this conversation, but that Well it's avoidance. I don't know how to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> like you're just so like, well it's not me. And it's like, no, but Grant, like for me, it is you. Like you came to Porth Call. It's you and Lena, you came to Porth Call. Because we were like, fuck it, that sounds fun. Like, that's where I went into it. Like, oh, that sounds fun. Come, we'll be in Porth Call and I won't have the kids and we're filming for my course. We'll be able to do that. And you guys came and I've been coming ever since. You know, it's like, it's life changing. And I got you, you know. We, we fed you the crap. <laughs> you fed me the crap. You li they literally are like drug dealers. They're like, just try this. And then Diane came. She's like, well, I'll just come once. And again, Diane's there every week. You know, it's, it's epic what it does for people. And I think in a world where we are getting softer, less good at resilience, you know, there's there's a whole saying about how hard times create strong men. And what's the rest of the saying? Easy times create weak men. And we're in a time of ease on a on a on a on a Western worldwide level. We've got gadgets for everything we've got heating there's no hard really if we don't want it so unless we actually go looking for the hard how do we build resilience you do that for people like you really do you know, and it's, you know, and I got, it's not, you know, it's not just you and it's in your clearing, whether you, whether you can get that and at some point I think you will get that. I, I absolutely get that there's a, there was a contribution and there was a catalyst. Mm. Yeah, I think parts that, you know, past that people are getting what, you know, they're getting what they get for it, mm. from it for themselves. And that, sure. And, that, and, that, but it, and that's great, right? Yeah. And that, I think that's important, you know. Because you don't get in the sea for anyone. And that's the other thing for people listening to get and the, the Dawn Stalkers that listen and watch this is like, you're not taking the credit for them getting in the sea. They get that. But you get, you know, it's like there's there's a level to which 
you show up so others can show up so then they can show up for themselves like I can show you know I can only speak for myself I get to show up and then I get growth just magic you know businesses that are you're all growing up around each other so you've got you know Peter and Stoll Coffee and you've got Lena now doing you know get out and outdoor pursuits and like leading people and again I just think it's epic because it's like I love being out in the wilderness but fuck me I need a guide you know I'm not just going to go and climb a mountain I'm not going to get a map out and go oh where shall I go and how will I go there you know like just like bringing that community together and, and all you know everyone coming out of it James doing whatever James chooses to do with his photography and the journey that takes him on it's like there's so many layers to this um Frankie if we can get her to do a you know signing and whatever she wherever that goes it's massive and again everyone can choose what they do and that's all of them like, yeah, the ripple effect, it is a, it is a great analogy. That you, you know, it's it's rope or chucking a pebble in a pond mm. and seeing where the ripples go. Mm. And on, on that, where do you think it is going? So, there's, there's a... And what does it take to manage it? So what does it take to, like, so rather than, before we go into the future, what does it take in the background now to actually create this and have it happen? Because I know a little bit about it, but, you know, just for people listening. So they really get that this doesn't just, it's not, yes, it sounds happy accident. We can go, well, you just show up every day and other people show up and it's magic and other people are doing their thing. But actually, there's a lot more than that in the background as well to really keep this, to turn this into something that's sustainable, I think is, you know, so it doesn't just yeah. out. So there's a there's a certain amount of social I guess social media upkeep and we we post daily about mm. what time where not mm. that it changes that much but it mm. has weather information times mm. uh, what the tides do. Mm. Uh, past that, then there's kind of brand elements so that people can I guess buy into being part of the community, which, you know, it adds, for some people it adds almost a dirty word in terms of uh, monetization. Mm. But I see in order to grow the back end and keep it sustainable, we need mm. to look at, okay, are we a charity or are we a, a business enterprise that has a charitable element? Because mm. the getting in the sea part is free mm. and the, mm. And the community element at the seafront is mm. that that's that's mm. doing that every day we're doing it for ourselves that's mm. so beyond that it is you know we're growing a, a, a effectively a lifestyle brand mm. um, looking at whether there's opportunities for community hub mm. uh, health and well-being biohacking mm. what can we add in terms of value to what what's already there mm. because there's certainly there's a there's a there's sort of a, a formula that's again happened organically happened mm. happy accident mm. that people want to be a part of and also people may want to take to 
different location. Mm. And I, I, I don't know. You know there, there's, I, we're trying things out. We're testing the water. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and there's the there's there's the daily upkeep. Mm. So past ideas and talking to people and there's so many things that happen just out of a stupid conversation. So um, our designer Steve McDonald, who designed the logo, mm. shout Steve. There's the logo. Yeah. <laughs> Brand it up, baby. He he has a. A microbrewery. Yeah. And we at some point said, again, could just go out the sea. Mm. Wouldn't it be great if we did a, a, a non-alcoholic mm. beer IPA mm. for us, so for Dawnstalkers? Mm. And, you know, that conversation, we just had stupid conversations about it. It didn't really go anywhere as such, or at mm. least in my view, it didn't. Mm. I just said something stupid and thought, wouldn't that be great? And, mm. Four months later, Steve came back with a unbranded can and said, "Try this." Mm. Mm. Um, so, if, you know, effectively, Frank and Otis have a beer, a low alcoholic, a low alcohol beer. Actually, it's not totally. Mm. And again, we'll put the. I think you know, we'll put all the the leads for this in the comments. It's really important. And that you know that. So what what yeah. can what can we create is going to mm. be in out of conversations that we have with community. Mm. And I think I think from a user, I mean, I'm the first person, you know, we jo I joke with Peter, he's like, oh, you're a bloody capitalist, it's all about money with you, because I do money masterminds, and, you know, I think money's important. And the bit to really get across outside of, oh, it's just all about making money, it's not about making money, it's about value. And at Christmas, and to share it from a, a user end point of view, all my family are always saying, like, what do you want for Christmas? And I'm like, nah. You know, I can buy whatever I want. You know, I'm start, I'm getting better and I get my clients to get better at having a want list and all of that. And it was like they bought me a Dawnstalkers hat and, a you know, Diane made a, got one of your stickers and made me a coffee mug and stuff because it's like actually being part of something matters. You know, tribes have an identity. If you look at all the – it doesn't matter whether it's yeah. political, a brand, whether it's Starbucks or McDonald's or whether it's a church. People want in. It's like, I've you know, I've probably – gone a bit ranty at you down the seafront of like come on give me the branded stuff you know i want to buy in i've got you you guys have got a calendar which is just you know the photography is epic and there's an exchange in value for me whereby if i can't give back monetarily i'm like i feel like i owe you and i think that's the bit that people don't talk about around all of this is that it's not about you going out there to get money it's about you give value, and if people want it, they can buy it. And if they don't, it's free, man. Getting in the seas free. Come join. Like no one's gonna go, oh, you haven't paid, don't do it. And I know that if you guys had a way of contributing, I'd absolutely do it. You know, if I go to I go to hot yoga on a Wednesday morning, I pay thirteen pounds to go to hot yoga. Yes, have they got infrastructure? Sure, but it's not just the infrastructure. It's the like it's the it's the exchange in value. So and I, I you know, I, I, I really, I love the brand. Yeah. So I do. As well. I, I, I think it's brilliant. I, and I know there's sort of, I guess, almost blood, sweat, and tears that went into it. It, it, it had to look a certain way and feel a certain way. And I, and I, I guess in the growth of 
of this I was dealing with uh, or working on freedom of self-expression and my own identity. Yeah. Uh, I, th I think during a, a similar time to kind of the stopping drinking, I, I, mm. kind of, I didn't change the way I looked. I just started owning the way I looked. I, yeah, I stopped yeah, yeah. turning up to work in trousers. Mm. So I oh, wear shorts. Mm. I, I, that sort of, I want to be a skater kid. I was a skater kid. Mm. I might not have been particularly great on a skateboard, but it doesn't matter. It was that's my identity. So I wanted to turn up in skate shoe shorts. Mm. I found my hat. <laughs> mm. <laughs> and there's there's something about identity. I mean, like even the fact that so we went on a co-working. So I go with Sarah and Hazel and Vanessa. We go to a co-working weekend we're all mothers young children and we have you know we go away we're actually going on a no working weekend soon um but we go away and we went swimming at dawn like dawn stalking but on tour um and we where were we we were in uh the mumbles but we went to langston bay and sarah had langland, brand, yeah. langland sorry langland bay and sarah had the dawn stalking that logo on the back of her thing and they were like, oh, the, the, those women that literally came up to us. I think it's on my Facebook recently because I didn't realise that she shared it all. Like, oh, my God, the door stalks amazing. It was the flamingos, I think, wasn't it? The, Could have been. Shout out to the flamingo. But, we lit, you know, they literally came up to us. And there was that, if you didn't have the logo and we didn't feel part of the dawn stalkers, that conversation, I think this is a bit that people miss when they're like, oh, it's branding, oh, it's this. And it's like, it's not about that. It's yeah. about being recognised as a tribe. Well, and the flamingos were able to say, oh, wow, you know, we see you on Insta and putting, like, getting that. The thing about social media is it connects us all, but none of us are fucking connected. But that moment, we were, like, in-person connected. We had some photos together. We said hi, all of that, and vice versa. I'm pretty sure Sarah knew who the flamingos were. But see, you know, yeah, it is, vice and versa, that, right? that contribution, feedback, um, mm. gratitude loop. That, you know, you don't know what you're going to contribute to someone. Mm. We all know we're lacking community connection. Mm. That reason for social element. Mm. Suddenly, I, I realize totally that the, the the coffee afterwards is is so having a hot drink. Mm. It is important for warming up, but mm. it, it provides a focal point for people to, to stay to gather and, and chat. Stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Which I think if it wasn't there, wouldn't happen in the way that it would kind of happen, but not in the same way. Because yeah. Peter also then brings people together because he'll be talking to someone and other people who know Peter will chat. Yeah. And then it's like that cross meeting of other people. Whereas otherwise you kind of get these, you know, the groups of us that go together. Like I've got to it, meet it, all of the guys from Protectors because Lena knows them and we kind of hang out now. And But it, it happens it's, even It's more. like we need an icebreaker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, sure. And, and you know, I didn't use alcohol for that in the past. Yeah, yeah. I I, I was uh, at a festival. Mm. I'd know people's names. I'd disappear off chatting to people for hours. Mm. It's <laughs> that that sort of wayward, and that's yeah. two drinks and gone. Yeah, yeah. And I guess yeah, that, that for sure. So it's a it's it's a very similar element that's created mm. by having that. Mm. And there's a recognising it. You know, it's like Peter's got his clear blue and yellow. In fact, we were joking on Sunday. There was, I don't know who it is, shout out to whoever you are, with bright blue 
um, dry robe and a bright yellow hat. And it was like, if that's not Peter, it should be, because it was so his colours. I don't know if you know who that is. But it's that recognisability that when you have branding, just to like really loop it back to branding, because we can all talk about community and we can we can be a bit woo-woo with it and like, oh yeah, peace and love, man. And it's like, yes, and for me anyway, my mission in life is to get people to get that money's not separate from that. It's like the branding is what helps people recognize things. So the fact that Peter's there with his stole coffee thing and he has the same logo on Instagram means there's a familiarity there. I mean, there's a, there's no accident that McDonald's look the same wherever you go in the world because it means you can be in some far-flung country and go, oh, I know what that is. And it's like dealing with that and owning that. And I think what, you know, really props to you guys for doing that even though you weren't necessarily doing it for that, it's like it gives those of us that sort of have seen it in the press or have watched it on Instagram, when everyone's down at the seafront, if they see that logo or that branding, they go, oh, this is where I'm meant to be. Because... It's allowing someone access to something. Yeah. It, it's like it's like when I joke, you know, we've both got dogs, we go dog walking. It's absolutely acceptable to say hello to another dog walker. If you walk along the street and anyone listening to this, go try it. If you walk along the street and go, you know, hey, to someone in the street who also doesn't have a dog, there's an element to which they'll be like, okay, you weirdo, what do you want from me? Whereas if you do it with a dog and they've got a dog, it's totally cool. And it's the same. It's like, if you've all got a logo on or a brand or you've got a, you know, you're in the gang, it's okay to say hello. And the more you guys in Dawnstalkers facilitate that, the more it is people come together, right? That's just my two pence worth. That's my way of saying, go big and go hard. <laughs> go big and go hard on the branding. Because of that, because of the service. So I think it's really... We it's get the pirate ship, that's it. Fuck it, pirate <laughs> ship a lot. I mean, but it's like that and that, you know, it's why I love long form podcasts. It's like we get to go deep on the conversation about why branding is important, about why what you're doing is important. And yes, we'll always get backlash. You know, it's like people go to me, oh, you want to help people with money, why don't you help them for free? And it's like, because the first lesson in money is paying my invoice because they've just invested in themselves. It's the same thing. It's like there will always be backlash around anything to do with money, vested interests, why are you doing something? Why do you have to make money out of it? And I think it's a brilliant thing to happen so that the conversation can be had, so that people can be empowered around money. Yeah, it's the, I guess, the, the sort of brand stroke apparel or a streetwear brand almost that's yeah. being created it, it's yeah. it's really odd that a lot of the things that i talked about when i was younger or talked about things i wanted to do mm. and i got stuck mm. dawn stalkers has allowed so in that realm of freedom of self-expression it's kind of it's it's become natural for those things to mm sort of develop, I guess. Mm. So we're working with um, uh, Kath Grimm of Grimm Designs. Shout out to Kath. So many people we need to remember. Yeah. <laughs> but like for everyone listening, this is what a community is. It's not, you know, it's not just you, right? Yeah. It's like... But, but Kath, had, Kath had a clothing brand before she went into marketing consultancy. Mm. And I've talked about doing some collaboration and making t-shirts or her, her help with me. 10 15 years ago wow and, i didn't know that and so she came in to help with the development of uh dawn stalkers as a as a, a brand 
and, and look at the consistency. Mm. And it it was just so obvious. Mm. It's like, yes, I've got to work with Kath. I've had this conversation with her for 15 years. I just didn't do anything. Do any, it's also just didn't, it, it didn't do anything about it. So I didn't try it because I didn't want to fail. Mm. And that's, that's, that's been a consistent mm. story. But also it didn't have purpose. And this has a purpose because I, you know, I believe in that. Mm. And I can't always enunciate it, tell you exactly why, but it's, uh, you know, yes, there's a pride of self-creation, mm. but separate to that, I know, you know, not everyone wanted to create a brand and have a mm -hmm. t-shirt company, mm. but they want to be involved mm. because, well, <laughs> do they buy into what I'm selling? <laughs> I think it's part of being in the tribe, isn't it? You know, I've got a bright pink Dawnstalks t-shirt. In fact, it was, you know, I was like, where's the pink ones? I don't want a black t-shirt. Well, you I, know? I know, I want to, like... I want to buy into the tribe. I, I pretty much only wear at these. I'm like, well, we all do now. it, right? You've all I've, got your I've clothing got brands. That everyone... Shorts and, and yeah. style socks up to my knees. And everyone, even people who go, oh, I don't buy into brands. It's like, yeah, you do. You buy into the not brands. You know, people who buy clothes that don't have branding. That in itself is a brand. Like yeah. We can't escape buying into some form of identity. And the fact that you get to now create that and share it is epic with people. I think it is anyway. And this is again where you go, oh, it's just little old me. Just going to check in. We've still got people watching. This is so cool. Thank you for those of you that are watching. See, Angelo's looking at biohacking. I'm just going to... Just... So I talk, talked about biohacking. Here we are. Angelo, he's at biohacking. We'll, we'll put my science, health and well-being hat on to contribute to this. Boom. Yeah. So Amazing. The, the things that we don't know about people who are already in the community because... Yeah. You don't really know what backgrounds they're from. You don't know what the yeah, reason yeah. is they're coming. You, you don't know what they're up to in their day job. Day job. What their passions are in their not day I, job. I've just created project day job because I was creating my day job as day job. <laughs> no, yeah. Project day job. Yeah. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, we create, we, yeah. Yeah. And it's, and again, it's in the sharing and the creating and the growing that you get to you get to share that and you get people just keep coming up and going, oh, I like that. Like you said, you, you joked about the beer and then it's, it's like, it's a thing, people can buy it. But that ultimately, that's how ideas happen. Yeah. Yeah, and I guess enrollment that someone actually went, cool, I'll do that for you, with you, mm, mm. to be a contribution. Mm, mm. Yeah, and That's, I think, yeah. Well, it's not really, it's brilliant. Um, it was magic. And it's and it's about, you know, you guys aren't, I had a session with my coach just before I came on here. And um, we still got in the future call, Angelo. Um, there's a whole, I've just realised we've got comments there that I didn't see before. Is that what you've been looking at them? I've yeah. only just noticed that. Doosh, as we like keep checking my phone and they're all there, awesome. Um, the... I had a session with Mike, so I have a coach as well. Um, and she, she was sharing with me this morning. She said, 
um, a tree doesn't share its shade. I, I'm sure this is Lucy. I'd love to know where it came from. There's a poem. I'll look it up, and again, we can stick it in the comments. There's a tree doesn't share its shade in a discriminatory way. Anyone can have the tree shade. Even the people that want to chop the tree down can have the tree shade. It doesn't, and and it doesn't drag anyone into its shade either. So you could have someone there who's dying of sunstroke. The tree doesn't drag that person and go, you need to be in the shade because you've got stunt. The tree just goes, here's my shade. Anyone can have it who wants it. And it's it's when we can be like that. And I was the reason that that conversation came up this morning was I was talking about, you know, my money mastermind program and people coming in to work with me and all of that. And it was about share, you know, being the tree that has the shade. And if you want it, come get it. And hey, do you know what? Even if you want to chop me down, you can still come. <laughs> There's no there's no rules about and it's the same with the dawn stalkers is like the more you be the tree with the shade people can come if they want to and if they think your shade sucks and they don't want it they don't have to come you know and it's when you can be enrolling like a tree rather than either dragging people saying like you know we could all have an opinion that we think everyone should cold water swim <laughs> you've got to come down to the sea front and i think you and i probably both share that opinion <laughs> yeah get in the sea <laughs> get in the you know, anyone's like, get in the fucking sea, get in the sea. But it's like, we just, the more you share and the way of sharing and the way you be enrolling is, is having that and growing it, the more everyone gets served. And the more everyone gets served, the better the world gets. And then when do you end up? You know, the more and more of us that do this stuff, the more you show up and the more you create and grow and the more people you serve, the more people they serve. Because I know when I get in the sea on a Sunday, my kids get a way better mama than the, the days when I don't get in the sea. So it's like, again, it's the ripple effect. You'll never know. So then there's a generation of kids growing up with parents who are more sane than they would have been anyway. And then the kids grow up in a different world, including even coming swimming. I mean, one of three and one, so they're a bit small still. You might argue now. Nah. You know, and, and actually, Charlie does. Charlie comes in the sea with me and Paul Call in the summer when we go there for you know, on holiday. Magic. So where does it end? What's the, so, so in the, in the sense of for people who are listening to this, who are either already Dawnstalkers who want to be part of it, who are just like, man, this is so cool. What are you looking for? What's missing? What do you want to create? So you've talked about biohacking. So I think it's it's We've joked it's, about saunas on the seafront. Yeah. It's, <laughs> what it's do you want? Filling in the gaps. So I think having a, a base, a community space, mm -hmm. whether we facilitate that or whether we're part of a bigger one or mm -hmm. within a, I think that would be. And where would you like that to be? Love it enough. So yeah. love it walking distance from the seafront, whether that's possible yeah. to be concluded. Yeah. I, I think we've talked about saunas, talked about, sort of biohacking elements or, or things that add contribute to cold water immersion yeah and, and quite a lot of the you, know, you can go to solar at, at, a, at a, any swimming pool center but whether they've got the cold water part mm -hmm. there's people who are doing biohacking 
but quite a lot of it is relatively not elitist is the wrong word but it's relatively expensive it's mm. cutting edge it's mm. a machine from america it's mm. so it's prohibitive so can we look at options that make things less prohibitive share information mm. and i yeah, carry on that contribution feedback mm. gratitude mm and build something that's financially viable, mm. sustainable, mm. but not, or well, and not just in it for money. Mm. Well, and I think, you know, that's where what you're going after, to put it explicitly, it's, it's implicit in what you say, you go after fulfillment. I tell you. And inside that you get results. And a lot of people, a lot of companies, and if you're out there listening to this and you're like, oh, why is this not working? If you're chasing after results, so people who chase after money, you know, the number of clients I have, you go, I'll just do this for the money and then I'll go do what I love. I'm like, no, go do what you love, the money will come. And that switch, I think what's magical about Dawnstalkers is you did this for fulfillment and now you're getting the results and the money's coming in, which means the results are inside of fulfillment. Whereas if you just went, oh, how can I build a community to make money? Well, A, Dawnstalkers wouldn't exist because you look at it and go, well, no one's going to pay to get in C. So you wouldn't even start. And then you chase after results. So, you know, that's why people are in jobs getting a paycheck that they just collect because they're doing it for the money. Um, and the minute any, anyone, any one of us is doing something for fulfillment, you know, it's a bit like how I started out with you guys. And I went, oh, I got this program and let's just try it. And then you guys tried the first joint venture program and none of us knew what was going to happen. I like that name. Maybe that's what it should be called. It's like Well I I joined that. I was just trying to do many better. I, yeah. I, I don't I, and, I come from a background as well as relatively supported. I would, yeah. So I but even in that, there's there's a story then, isn't there? Of like, well, I should be able to do money fine. Yeah, well, but I didn't necessarily I, well I didn't and still argue don't do it fine because I've never had a I never needed anything but on the other hand I never got beyond that kind of well it's just a, a, a balance of I'm I'm okay mm. Mm. and again that's chasing results whereas now you're chasing and I wouldn't even call it chasing fulfillment now you're doing fulfillment it's like the rest, you know, we'll figure it out. Well, fingers crossed. It's <laughs> a work in progress. Well, sure. And I think the other thing to say, again, and I'm, you know, really hot on the subject is that money's just a measure. It's like, a, it's, it's just, you know, if you take out all the stuff that, all the meaning that humans add into money and all the bad and wrong that we add into it and all of that stuff, money's just a measure for success in, in a way. And it's only one metric. So, like, you could absolutely measure anything just with a money metric which i think is 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 futile by the way for anyone to sit and go oh god it's all about it's like a measure is money another measure is happiness another measure is fulfillment another measure is you know like do you, do you like do you feel great every day or do you feel like shit and someone who's measuring going look at all the money i've got and i'm like yeah but how do you feel you know the wheel of life that we do on money mastermind it's like all right your money's great but if the rest of the week you know if you're if your intimate relationships terrible or you haven't got one you hate your job, everything else sucks, you've got loads of money. I'm like, the, 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 you're not, you have to measure all the metrics. 
and it's it's the same the reverse way around if you don't measure money you you guys at dawn stalkers and anyone else doing a community or a business you cannot ignore the metric of money if you guys just went on feel good you'd miss out on so much stuff whereas once you add it in as a, just a metric you've got something to that's tangible to go okay what what's happening is it working yeah the, the, you know? the, 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 we've got monetized parts that effectively so the coffee can't happen the coffee doesn't come for free yeah so yeah yeah so it's already monetized have, right you have to have yeah. a business that, to make it function to have that element yeah and yeah you could all bring you could all bring your own flask down well let's do right but, me and diane have a tea that we bring ourselves and then we go and buy coffee afterwards but, it, but, but there's again, no obligation but it also coffee. doesn't have that focal point to bring people together so yeah yeah and i guess it's about well there's there's only those elements and going okay well how do we how do we make them work so that they're I guess it just it doesn't feel grubby and that, that's and, and also so it doesn't it, for me I the the lifestyle brand is for sure it's, it's a it's a monetization project of mine about something that I wanted to do since I was but again, if you look, what's that based in? It's fulfillment. You've yeah. always wanted to do it. You're not doing it because you think, oh, I'll sell clothes, clothes makes money. You yeah, had a conversation why, you know, with Cat 10, 15 years ago. Clothes in the <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, yeah, it's it's yeah. fulfillment. Because I Yeah, military value that I'm not driven by. Mm. Most people aren't, money. ironically. People think that they're driven by money, but most people aren't. The money, the money's, it's a, it's a good measure and it's good to, you know, it, it enables a lot of stuff, but most of us aren't driven by it. Those, those people are driven by money. If anyone's wondering, you know, they're driven by money because they just go after it relentlessly, you know, and they're clear that that's their thing. So what, what would you say for people listening to this who are like, I'm loving what you guys do i want to be involved i've got xyz skills so you've talked about biohacking we've talked about saunas what other biohacking type things are you interested in what else could you know if you said if i could just wave a magic wand and we've got you know we've taken over a building at the seafront what would be in it what would be there who 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 else is yet to join the community that's kind of in your imagination so initially hot and cold therapy straight up yeah so knowing more about the hot side of that mm -hmm. and there's some people doing some great work yeah uh and it, yeah if you you go out and have a look at uh, susanna soberg's research paper i think she's got a book coming out okay. you know, specifically on the benefits of hot and cold yeah so in that, conjunction with each other yeah, yeah. okay yeah uh, and cycling yeah uh, and at the same time, because they're like, where I, I'm like, okay, yeah, so, so I'm hot really, yoga I'm, on a Wednesday and I do cold water on a Sunday. No, I, I was we're actually, talking like, yeah, I, I was out of the sauna, into the plunge pool, back in the sauna. Yeah. Yeah. And finishing cold. Finishing cold. Okay. Yeah. So cool. I, I've done a little bit of cycling, not, mm -hmm. not a huge amount. Mm -hmm. And there's, there's some people who are already in the community who are doing a lot more. Mm -hmm. uh, flotation tags is something we've looked at. So mm -hmm. it's again those experiences that, and it's where my brain goes is is it's almost sort of festival experiences where you've got 
sculpture art uh, almost sensory deprivation mm. in that sort of space. It's how do you recreate that? Mm. Not effectively not on drugs. Mm. And looking at so people having ex experience their transformation. Mm. Mm. You know, and I think you know, giving people clubhouse. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good way to put it, right? Mm. I want to be a part of a gang. Mm. We all do, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Bethel said that I was going to go and join a cult. She just didn't realise I was you going to start, start a cult. <laughs> Sorry, Beth. <laughs> she was right. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, yeah. And what our intimate partners say is yeah, yeah. The, often the, the, like they get they, they nail really. it <laughs> straight to the point, right? Yeah, and this this I think there's some conversations to have with James Richardson. Shout out who I don't think you're listening now, but you probably will. Not James Richardson photography, but James Richardson and J.R. Ball. Yeah, well, I think it was James Richardson who he, he it was his idea about cold showers. It was him that was reading Wim Hof and yeah. posted it. In the yeah, room. and it, he also so he's in Bristol and he does flotation tanks, sand baths, you name it, cryotherapy, yeah. the lot. So and he's really so we were literally. I hope he doesn't mind sharing this. Sorry, James, no sharing it. We were talking about how does he build more of that. So I'm not sure he wants to live in Panath and do it there, but there's definitely some conversations to have because I think one of the things that made me think of it, one of the one of the things that we were talking about was lots of these therapies exist autonomously. And yeah. there's not many people bringing them all together. And what I was talking to James about was like, how do you bring that together so that instead of walking into a house, you know, it's like anyone who goes to any kind of, you know, even a nail bar, massage, any kind of chiropractor quite often they share rooms. I used to go and see a doctor in Harley Street in London. And, you know, there's lots of rooms with all these doctors doing this really cool stuff. You know, this was all Chinese medicine and that kind of stuff. But you go in and you don't know what everyone else is doing. So you can kind of, you can go and get cryotherapy over here and you can come cold water with the Dawnstalkers on a Sunday morning and I can go to hot yoga in Newport on a Wednesday morning. It's like, how do you bring all that together so that someone can go, oh, that's what we're talking about. You know, how do you, biohack, take measurements, how's your sleep, how's yeah. your breathing, how's your nutrition, how's how's all of that, and then really bring it together, which is just cool. They're called complementary therapies, right? They are. <laughs> well, it's ironic, right? We're complementary therapies, but we're going to be autonomous in a building and have our little door shut, and you might get referred by almost by accident, but there's not this, like, we were, we were literally talking about how do you have a building with a reception where someone can walk through the door and go, this is who I am. And then actually be led on a journey of, well, you could do this. And, you know, how's you like literally taking an inventory, biohacking, like, how are you now? Where do you want to get to? These are all the things that you could do. I mean, you know, and again, if that's where. Sounds you're... awesome. I'd like to... Can we be a part of that? <laughs> <laughs> could you create it, please? I'm, I'm, you know, <laughs> it's that, isn't it? It's like having that, having those it's like the joined up and the community and the bringing more people in so that it it works so there is a place to go it's like join the gang join the cults and you know Aubrey Marcus on a podcast who is he talking to they were talking about their um community on it which is all about human optimization and they were talking about well, the word cult comes from culture and it's just like that's your culture so it's it's a it's a it's an interesting thing how cults been yeah. seen as a bad thing comes to happy club yeah, it's all been like <laughs> really bad connotation. But it's like, well, the, it might have to be what the, the uh, headquarters is called. 
what the cults have their happy club happy club <laughs> it's having a skateboard around but that's just uh... so that's the other thing you haven't mentioned so far skate well, you, you've mentioned skateboarding but you want a skateboarding ramp at the hub i think i just to i have another... so there's, there's something for me around my daughter being able to walk from school to this place so it's mm -hmm. it, it's a youth club wellness mm. space interactive clubhouse mm. and i you know maybe that's just what my view of a community hub is yeah yeah so yeah i i'm involved in that issue <laughs> can, can we get some other past, there's the building on the corner as you come into panath what, what did it used to be blockbusters bless you blockbuster you didn't see the Who writing on the wall by netflix that's no. <laughs> just like oh man but you know there's this building there's a building there i saw a rent sign up yeah recently but uh yeah we can't afford to rent at the moment well, so but then it, but there's, there's, there's the chicken and the like, egg is there's the chicken and the egg right if communities don't monetize then you don't get the clubhouse you don't get the headquarters and i think that's what yeah. all of us need to realize it's like you know oh church take 10 percent of people's Salary. Yeah, like, yeah that's, and then they create oh, all this amazing yeah. stuff. Is it why Colts end up on farmland and someone inherited a farm and had loads of spaces? Because yeah. they didn't monetize it, but then yeah. maybe went slightly inward. Yeah, right. Out in the... It just goes a bit a bit skewed. <laughs> a bit... But it's yeah. like actually dealing with the dealing with monetization up front. Like, you just said it right there. You're like, we can't afford to rent that. So actually, it's like... And then everyone in the community goes, fuck, man. You know, it's like, because I bet before that point, everyone's like, oh my God, that clubhouse sounds so cool. I want some. And it's like, yeah. And that's the full circle, isn't it? It's like, if we want that as a community, we have to create that. And we have to create the money to finance it. So there's, there's, a, there's a game on there, isn't there? Yeah, and, that, and then that's what, what comes up for me is... is um charity side of things and i don't see us as a charity i see mm. us somewhere in the middle yeah uh because you're guess... more in the realms of not for profit in yeah, the sense and, of which still it, is and, like and a bit you know the bit of you know the pull for me is how do i monetize it myself and do it on my own you know that's that's and i know i'll get stuck with that you know this yeah, yeah. this what's being created is not me yeah it there's the catalyst there's the spark yeah yeah and then there's the sort of i guess there's the mouthpiece and there's a certain amount of ideal I, the ideals mm -hmm. but it's taken the, you know, the the multiple elements well, and the growing community to create this yeah and then you're into a conversation and i think we're into a conversation with the leadership and it's like the best leaders <laughs> go on, so why we just know where we uh, so my yeah, yeah i i and i would I even created when I wanted this at the festival. I wanted to be the silent one in the background that kind yeah. of got to look on and go, yeah, you're like I the, that. Yeah, you're like the reluctant leader, right? It's yeah. like, you know, and those people listening, there's, there's, and I have this conversation with a lot of my clients, like, you can't not, you, you don't, none of us who are leaders choose, we don't, choose, we don't, we don't wake up one day and go, I want to be a leader, because frankly, being a leader sucks, like people kill leaders. If you look at what society does to politicians, we're vicious. Like being a leader is tough, man. No one wants that really. There's like a calling that some of us just, we, we're in that realm and we can't not do it. We get pissed off if we don't get to make the decisions and go, 
I want to go that way. Who wants to come with me? And sometimes we fucking go on our own, right? And sometimes people go, yeah, that sounds like a crazy idea. Let's go. But it's like, it's it's bringing that. It's it's owning being a leader, not in a way of like dictatorship where, you know, we tell people what to do. You know, I was really clear when I came to you guys of S, that's now SSLGJ. I was like, I kind of got this idea. Do you want to come? Should we do it? Should we see what happens? And here we are five years later and you guys are, you know, on the way to getting financially free if we can get this deal over the line and all of that. And it's like, there's, there's an, again, there's a collapsing around leadership where it's not dictatorship. It's somebody has to say, I think I, this sounds fun. And then everyone gets to go, yeah, let's do it. Slowly, yeah. I'm, I'm more acceptant of leadership. I think I just wanted to be cool. That's and that really no. That's there's there's a whole there's a whole thing as a okay. kid and even later later in life where there's that kind of and again leading it, 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 it compounding that with um, alcoholism or, or drinking to kind of bring down your whether it's social anxiety, mm. not so much. But what was the word we used earlier? It gets, it gets feeling able to be self-expressed. Mm. So using mm. using alcohol to do that, mm. it, it, it's a, it's the it's the equal and opposite inhibition. of trying to inhibition, yeah, yeah. but the equal and opposite of try, wanting to feel cool, but or but basically feeling, I guess, grounded in your own skin. Yeah, and and it took me till forty two. I mean, I joke, the older I get, I love it. I earn more money and I care less what people think. And, and, and it's true. Like the less we care. And, and that doesn't mean in a like, fuck you, I'll do what I want. That means in a like, I'm okay with being who I am. And I'm everything that I am and I'm everything that I'm not. And it's, it, it, that's a journey in itself. You know, how many, of, how many people out there, how many people listening to this, like, I just can't be myself. I'm with my family and I can't be who I really am. Or I'm in my workplace and I can't be who I really am. Or I'm with my partner and I can't be who I really am. It's such a huge subject for people. It takes something. And again, you doing what you do and you share what you do and you share, you know, what it's taken for you to do it. There's plenty of people who could look from the outside and just go, oh yeah, but you know, it's really easy for you. And it's like, you know, it's anything but. But you, you relate to things as if they were always the way true. they were in, and true when you, as you see them now. Mm. And you have no idea what's going on in the background, right? Yeah. Yeah. So on that, in the, in the realms of being authentic and everything you've learned from doing the Dawn Stalkers, what would you say to people who are inspired by your story and your journey, who are really scared to put themselves out there or do that thing that everyone thinks is a dumb idea or follow that passion that they think is not cool. What do you say to people? I think it's, so there's a, a journey of getting comfortable in your own skin and then being, I guess, true to your values, true to, true to your beliefs. Yeah, I, I like, you know, I'm about people, I, I like mm. connectedness, I like contribution. Mm. 
And I guess, it, it, you know, in the realms of it, it's, it's a feedback loop of endorphins. It's another, it's another high. <laughs> it's another but that, and I know I need teams and teamwork, so I don't get anything there without that feedback. Mm. So, you know, I'd, I'd say one, get centered, you know, get really clear about what you want mm. and why, mm -hmm. and then go out and enroll people. So, be in communication, talk to people about it. Mm. That's a huge point. Yeah. And, and, and you know, take a feedback as well. You won't, it, there's not many people who'll get it perfect. And then there's certainly examples of it. And those Is people. There? Do you think? Well, again, or I, is this you know, just like it's, our perception our of it? Perception looks of like it. they've yeah, got it for now, sure. right? But have they but really? they, how many mistakes did they make? You know, they were tenacious, smart. But yeah, maybe they just learn from the feedback quicker. Mm. Or you never saw the. Mm. I suspect the we never saw it. Yeah. Mm. So I think take it, yeah, take that feedback. And, and also, it's so two of the things that are really present for me is accepting your own story and not diminishing your own story and how you feel mm. because that'll have well it'll have you in comparison mm. and we all do it mm. but if you assume that your story isn't relevant isn't good enough good, good enough, enough yeah. bad enough hard enough extreme enough extreme, yeah, whatever yeah, it is yeah, yeah. Yeah. then you'll have yourself stuck mm. and you'll have yourself well i guess you'll you'll be withholding effectively you, you mm. you're depriving yourself of freedom of self-expression mm. and also there's the part of taking ownership so as you as you learn and take feedback there will be contribution and there's there's nothing created that didn't have contribution, even if you can't see it. Mm. It doesn't. We mean, never do anything on our own. Right? Yeah, it doesn't. It's but like, it doesn't mean you're not the. It's it's. It doesn't mean it's not you. You don't still have some ownership or have. And what? Just to pick you up on the point you said about feedback. What about you know? And I've seen it with Dawnstalkers where you've had some pretty vicious feedback around you know <coughs> you guys aren't safe and it's dangerous and it's encouraging you know unsafe behavior what do you say about because when you say accept feedback just to be really clear for people listening so they don't say you know someone could could read that as someone says oh it's a fucking dumb idea don't do it and they accept that feedback yeah i, I have it what you're to be just really rigorous on it you're saying like accept it as in like that's their feedback but you don't have to do what people feedback no I'm, I'm not yeah i'm not pointing you know, at using you know like be listening it. to criticism yeah. but yeah but more and be in the conversation it. for what's possible yeah and be in a conversation for i guess if you come at if you come at something with a fixed a completely fixed idea yeah that's that's a very rigid conversation mm. so you're not you're not in a space of creation. Mm. And I think the development of any idea is 
Well, it, 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 is, it is creation. So if, yeah. if, if you're completely fixed on the outcome before you start, yeah, it's quite difficult to hit that and be, I guess, feel a success. Mm. Yeah. Mm. And how do you deal with criticism and people telling you that what you're doing is dumb or any other I, things that have been I've always looked thrown at it, so, away? Yeah, I won't really want it. I guess I wanted to own the space. So we got in communication with people. We mm. went and looked for people who had the same problems or went and looked, mm-hmm. looked for people who could give us the answers. Okay, that's really that's a really powerful point. So, do you mean other like other people who were doing cold wars of communities yeah. who were dealing with those lots of people and like so for example sorting out a health and safety issue that kind of thing. So you found other people who had the same problem and found out how they were fixing it, dealing with it, managing yeah, it. And I, I know, yeah, and I think it's uh, that's still a work in progress. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think. A regular conversation with the R and Alive been really important for us because they've given us constructive criticism, really, or mm-hmm. constructive feedback, or said, you know, this is the thing that you're doing really well. These mm-hmm. are the things that we can see being potentially Potential. hazardous for you. Mm-hmm. How can we mitigate risk? Mm-hmm. And, and that sort of, I guess, investigatory openness mm-hmm. to yeah. how do we overcome this rather than hiding from yeah. what they say and avoiding yeah. them and sneaking around and well, that's <laughs> for to, sure that's what yeah. i've done in the past that have stopped yeah avoided it yeah pretended it wasn't there you know yeah, all those yeah, sorts yeah. of yeah mm. so yeah i get it yeah own it actually <laughs> yeah yeah amazing and um what else have you learned from this journey? I'm starting to, I guess it, it, it's got really realize how important it's been for my personal journey. Mm. And that, it's, it, yeah, it's, it's, I couldn't see how stuck I was until Mm. looking back. Mm. Yeah, looking back now. And, you know, I I think it's it's changed my personal life. It's changed my relationships. Mm. Um, (coughs) I think I'm just showing up more authentically. Um, you know, my mantra is still, don't be a dick. <laughs> One of my faves. <laughs> and I expect people to, you know, kick my ass and tell me. Mm. Mm. And I've built a bigger sounding board for that now. There's, <laughs> there's more people to tell me. <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I created accountability for myself. Yeah. But, well, well that's, actually, that's, a, that's a great thing. Accountability, creating. Yeah. The, multiple levels of, of I guess how do you explain accountability but in, in my view creating multiple levels of people who are going to call you out for your shit well sure and what you said was to start with was like 
tell people and share what you want to do and in but in doing that you actually create accountability don't you and i think it's why people avoid sharing is because they don't then want the accountability that comes with it which is if you tell your friends in the pub bad analogy or wherever i'm going to do this then they're going to go dude did you do it what's happening so you know even that is a circle isn't it it's like once you start sharing what you're doing it becomes something bigger than you and then people go what the fuck where is it what's happening what what's did you do that all of that world so it's huge isn't it that you know and and for people listening who are like you know i can't even comprehend in you know ultimately kind of creating you know on a on a big day 300 people down at the seafront it, it's not even that it's like what you said was at the beginning you had a whatsapp group with three or four or five people in it and that's how it started and then it just it gets bigger by its very nature and if you hadn't have shared what you were doing and told people about it and talked to Peter and then Lena come along and James's part, you know, and on and on and on and on. It was like, it was in the sharing that you created the accountability, you know, for people listening who are like, well, I don't, you know, I'm in a job and I'm not the boss. And, and be excited know. about it. <laughs> yeah. Have some, have some fun. My yoga teacher says, don't forget to smile. <laughs> don't forget to breathe. Don't forget to smile. Mm. But it takes practice to wake up happy every day. <laughs> yep, it does. But keep practicing. Because, mm. 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 you know, real life will happen at some point. So let's keep practicing in this uh, version of reality we've got now and see. Uh... Yeah, see what happens. <laughs> see right? what happens. <laughs> Try not to fuck it up. Don't be a dick. Don't fuck it yeah. up. And any, how long have we been going? We've been, this is oh, two, two and a quarter hours. This is weird. We're in You're going for Joe, Joe Rogan. Rogan style. For anyone who doesn't know this already, Joe Rogan's my favorite human being on the planet when it comes to podcasts. One of, uh, one of my uh, groups joked that they were like, oh, you're in love with Joe Rogan. I was like, no, I'm not in love with Joe Rogan. I want to be Joe Rogan. <laughs> There's a difference. Um, so yeah, I have it with, you know, that is, cracking and, and to those who are still we still got four people watching so like amazing so right, they've, they've just got it on in they've the got it on the background they're not listening um you know yeah it's just so so final thoughts for so we will put all the links here i'll put it in the links for the for the podcast that's just the audio version of everyone we've mentioned i think that's really powerful to so if anyone's interested in anything that anyone um, in the Dawn Stalkers community are doing that you can find that. Um, have it that, uh, me for one, I have it that you're very accessible as well. Like, if you want to come and meet Grant, you're at the seafront, right? Every every morning at dawn. Wanna, if you want to know, know what it's about, come. Come get in the sea. And well, if, no, no, but you don't even have to get in the sea. Come down and have a chat. Yeah, yeah. That's, I, yeah, that's you know, even, even in this space, I said, let's do it live. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I'm so grateful to that because my podcast studio started last week in my wardrobe and then it's already expanded into the podcast studio down here. Charlie was like, mommy's got a podcast studio. He's three. Those of you who don't know Charlie, he doesn't probably really understand what podcast is. But it was all he was I'm still not sure. <laughs> but it's like that expansion of showing up, doing it live. You know, we've, we've also gone from not just recording a podcast, we've gone sod it let's give it a go and go live on youtube which has meant you know thank you for those of you who've commented and joined in it just that's the ripple isn't it that's the that's the amazing thing so 
you know, anyone who does want to join in, come join in. I'm down there on a Sunday. Grant's there every day. Yeah, and if you can't, Peter's there every day. If you can't get to South Wales, message, message the page on Instagram. It's Lena or I who uh, reply. She's the nice one. I'm the one with emojis. You know, and past that, there's there's loads of swim community. There's, you know, or and then I think running groups. There's yeah, get out and and get yeah, get with people. Yeah, and and approach people. I think that's the biggest thing. Is sometimes these groups feel all a bit like scary. And if you're just if you've never run before, you've never been in cold water before, you've never whatever your thing is, you're watching people going. I'd love to do that. Just approach them. I think that's we forget how human. Humans are actually pretty approachable. We're kind of around. I'm. I'm really. I think I'm more on. I'm bigger on that now that we're all on social media than before. I spend less time on social media, more time doing this. Ironically, this is shared on social media and YouTube is a social media platform. But that inviting people into the real thing. You know, my money mastermind course completes on Saturday. We're meeting live. All eighteen of the people that have been on it. We're going to get in a room together. It's massive. So, um, yeah. Thanks for your contribution and you're sharing your journey and um i think what's left for me to say to reflect back to you is that you know i've known you for a long time and the change in you since you've done dawn stalkers in how you show up and how it's like that thing you're saying about it's like you know who you are you're so straight now whereas before you might have been questioning whether what you thought this is how it occurred to me so if it's if it's wrong chuck it out but it's that you used to question yourself, whereas now you speak and you mean it and you know you mean it. You're not speaking and going, was that the right thing to say or was that okay? Or, you know, and that is just on a personal level. It's just been a joy to watch like your growth and and growing into a leader. You know, you're coming from a reluctant leader to, you know, and and when I met you, you know, you you had a business, you've got employees, you know, for those of you that haven't really touched on all of the rest of the stuff, like you, you have a Science Express business, you've got employees, there's a whole world there, but the way you lead now is so different. It's just a pleasure to, to be with you. And it's always been a pleasure to be with you because you're such a nice guy. And that, you know, you've always been an awesome guy. And now you're like this awesome guy who knows it. Even if sometimes you don't want to know it, you you kind of you're getting that you are and it's okay. <laughs> and even now you're like, big edit twat, yeah. Stop! But you're <laughs> cut, not like cut me down at any point. You that's, that's always call me out of my shit. <laughs> but I think that's the thing, is like you're so humble, you know, in everything that you do. But there's a thanks for your mum and dad. <laughs> it's but it's like there's a thank you, wife, for kicking my ass. Sure, thanks, right? Thanks, Alex Louise, the coach. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like it's just a joy to be with and sure, you know, does stuff go wrong and is things hard and yeah, absolutely, is it worth it? Oh my God, yeah. You know, where's it going? And if I look, you know, all right, we've known each other 15 years. I mean, where are we all going in the next 15 years? Like, I'm so excited and honoured and privileged to be part of your life and part of your journey and part of, you know, be it coming to the Dawnstalkers and, and the whole yeah, this is not my saying, this is a Tony Robbins saying, we underestimate what we can achieve in a year. No, that's wrong. No, we no, overestimate what, what we, we can achieve in a year, vastly overestimate on a regular basis, and we vastly underestimate in a decade. I mean, you know, and I, I'm sure we'll do podcasts before 10 years, but like really in 10 years' time, let's have a look back and what's achievable. If the Dawn Stalkers, you've been going, just your first anniversary comes up. 
in two weeks' time. Yeah. You know, what happens in ten years is epic. I'll be getting to the sea in the book. I'm pretty convinced. If you're like, listening to this in like, you know, if it's twenty twenty eight. If I'm not snowboarding, I'm in the sea. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, it's just it's just immense. So it's exciting. So I look forward to watching the journey unfold. And you know, if you're listening to this and you want to watch it unfold, then follow Grant on the on the Insta and all the rest. But more importantly, come join in. Like that's that's where life happens, is in real life. In Find person. your shore. Find your shore. And if you want to hear your what's the deal with the WhatsApp group? Because to, to really like get in the gang two times in the scene come and find one of you guys and say let me in the group so you yeah, can it, it, get the yeah. ramblings and the and the fun stuff and and we're still looking at whether that's the best way to share that sure. information but yeah yeah moment, it'll unfold right at the, the moment numbers. just ask if you if you're a regularly down then you have to put up with me rambling on whatsapp <laughs> or ranting i think is maybe more the and yeah nice thing to photographs to use for your own social media yeah thank you jim Mark. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Grant. We'll hug afterwards, mainly because there's like a load of stuff between us and wires and lighting. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna wrap up. We're gonna end the broadcast. Um, thanks all for your time and attention. If you're listening and you want to see the video, jump over to YouTube. If you like what we talked about, please share it with friends. It's in the sharing that communities grow. And uh, catch you all on the next podcast next week. We have Kevin Birch, parenting expert. So any of you parents out there, or anyone who's got anyone young in and around their lives it's going to be an epic version so see you all soon thanks for listening adios if you enjoyed this episode please share with friends if you haven't already subscribe to the podcast and more importantly join me on my telegram group to stay connected give me feedback in real time be in the conversation. Big love and see you next time.